Hi guys and welcome back to the 100th episode of Anime, Anime Podcasters. Podcasters. Oh, no, no, it's not work. <laughs> welcome to Anime Podcasters, everybody. Oh my god, is that really the intro for the 100th episode? Yeah, that's really the intro for the 100th episode. Really, I think it, it shows like about our mind place that we go whenever we record. It's just nonsensical <laughs> and is a mess. Congratulations. It never works out how it's supposed to. I am Congrats. so beyond happy to be here today. This is as this has been in the works for so many months and we have done something that very few podcasts do and that's reach triple digits. That's insane. So, to my left, I have GoPro Kyo, who I started the podcast with, the artist for the podcast. Very happy to have you on today. How are you, my friend? I guess I'm on the left side. All right, cool. <laughs> You are on the left. Aust- <laughs> so I'd, Austin's on the right side. I'd like to believe you guys are like sitting on a bunk bed and I'm just like looking down from the top bunk. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's how but, this uh, podcast is going to go. <laughs> basically, I mean, basically. I, I don't I'm not I'm not sure what's going on anymore. Don't just, how are you, Q? How yeah. are you, Q? I'm I'm OK. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> okay. I was I was actually I've actually been excited to get to this episode because this means that we've got a whole bunch of stuff that's coming out for uh, post episode 100. We've got a lot of plans for new episodes, new uh, new ideas that we want to try. I also had some ideas I want to pitch to you guys later, but I guess we'll get to that uh, after the recording. So, uh, Austin, how are you doing? I'm you just fine. I Five plus years, though, to get to this point. That's 20 episodes a year. <laughs> just kind just about, yeah. Just kind of like uh, we've really been doing this show that no one listens to for five years. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> ow, ow, which ow. I, which I know. Which I know. Hold up, I know hold now up. that we actually have an audience for. I'm obviously pulling yeah. a joke. But they're mainly on uh, platforms that I like don't keep an eye on constantly like Jaden, you do. The only one I really have is YouTube. So it's just kind of uh, it still kind of blows my mind that we even got to episode 100. Me too. Like, I am so happy. And like episode 1000, bro, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, Before. I might retire at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to let Hotshot I'll have to come back in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to let Hotshot explain the topic. All I want to say before as a precursor, this this episode right now, if you're in your house, go grab a snack. If there's a corner store around the corner, go grab something to drink or eat because this is going to be a very, very long episode. It will guaranteedly be our longest episode to date because we have uh, over 30 picks to go through of things. Yeah. What are we doing, yeah, Hotshot? Is, yeah, this luckily you guys... time, is this the first time everybody has done a top 10? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's always been like top wow. five until now. Yeah. We always go, would go for like five each because we were afraid of it going too long. But I was always like, I think we should go longer. Well, here's our chance. This is a test to see if we can like keep this thing going. We will just see how long we can go. Get some get some uh, some gravity endurance training going. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys. <laughs> so what the topic is today is it's each individual top 10 animes it's our own personalized list of top 10 animes that we uh that we all enjoy and the way we're gonna do it is a little bit different since uh, we've been really good friends for a long time and there's obviously been some shows that we all really love or just like two of us love and one of us doesn't so on and so forth 
the way the list is going to work is we're going to go down the list like we usually would from 10 to 1. But if we come across a show that the other person has on a list, say, for instance, uh, someone has the anime Berserk on their list and it's placed at, like, say, number 10, but someone else has on 8. We're going to get both person or both people's point of view from uh, eh, why they put the show, where they put it. And they're going to announce this is actually my 10 spot and this is actually my 8 spot. But the person who had it later on in the list, say in the eight spot, we skip them when eight comes around and then we just keep going on down the list. There's going to be some crosswire things happening with the with the picks and the shows. Honestly, we've all looked at each other's lists already. There isn't going to be that much. But just so you know, that's where we're going to go ahead with this. So just so you guys know, going forward, a thousand percent. OK, uh, who would like to go first? Who wants to break the iceberg? Not the ice, the iceberg. Out of curiosity, out of curiosity, are we just going to go through each other's list like one by one, or are we going to go by uh, number? By entry? number, we're gonna we're gonna go by number entry. I so like okay. yo, you say you're so 10, we do so we do the round table. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do the round table like who's who's number ten, who's number nine, yeah, and so on. Yes. But the only okay, difference yeah. is like if you come across a show that's later on in Jaden's list, then he'll announce then uh he'll when we all talk about that show he'll announce it was actually where in his list and I'm then i'm just gonna we say like going. flat out that i'm gonna i'm just gonna say flat out already none of us have a a placement that's in the or have the same placement in a different spot all your placements are in the same spot oh shit yeah well we'll worry about yeah, that like, when we we'll, get around to it we'll get to them we'll get to them when we get to them but it's scary how these lined up without us not having seen each other's lists until they were in the dock to be fair there were uh, uh last minute changes i think from everyone except Jaden. <laughs> bro I- no, all i did was add my honorable honorable mention that's it yeah all right. i i did an actual change all right, I vote Kyo oh, okay. goes first. I mean, oh, Kyo goes first. If you want Kyo, how... all right. Um, okay. So for my number ten, honorable mention. I honorable ended mention up first. going with wait, honorable wait, mention what? first. I thought honorable mention was going to be after one. No, because one is the big finale, right? You are like one that didn't make it on your list. You know, this one is like eleven. Well, then do we? Well, if that's the case, then do we start with our honorable mentions first? Yes. Okay. I that's just didn't know that going in. Sorry. That's how, that's why I placed it like okay. above on the list. I, I, I'm sorry. I should have explained that better. But yes, honorable mentions first, please. It's like number 11, basically, guys. Okay. So like where we didn't. So the ones that we didn't have. Just shy of making it on our list. Is the one that we're exactly. going to go with first. Okay. That's totally. I, I can see that. Yeah. I just didn't so, know going in, but we're all good. All yeah. right. Go ahead. Q. Yeah. So. Honorable mention, which I guess is how we're starting this, is uh, for me is Full Metal Alchemist. And personally, like I can't say I would put like Brotherhood over the other or like over the original, because quite frankly, I like both of them just for different reasons. And I mostly put it in my honorable mention because like it, it was one that I kind of got into like later in the game and I finished it just uh, shit like two years ago now, I think. <laughs> finish the the original format alchemist no 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 no. i finished the original back in like high school but then uh there was the but then there's uh brotherhood which brotherhood is a little bit longer there's like eight seasons i think or something like that no not eight there's like at least six of them so okay so just just because uh just because i don't know I've watched yeah. I've watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood with you quite a bit. Yeah. But not the original. What's the main difference between Brotherhood and the original? 
Well, uh, biggest difference is that Brotherhood is almost like one for one to the manga of uh, Full Metal Alchemist. But Brotherhood takes liberties with it? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Brotherhood is the one that is like one for one to the manga. Oh, okay. So the like, original. So takes... the original is like. So you know how like Dragon Ball would always like stretch out their episodes and like add filler that didn't matter? Yeah. It, it was basically the same thing, except the manga creator said, wrap it up how you guys want to do it. So like the, the studio basically went about it and then finished it how they thought it should end, which is which is really cool. And I actually think that uh, there are some elements that the original did a little better than Brotherhood. But ultimately, I think Brotherhood is a stronger version just because it's just because of the way it's written and the. Uh, the way it paces itself out is really just really fascinating to me. But you still like the original more or enough oh, yeah. to just barely not put it on the list. Yeah, I or I would I would I think I just mean to put like just Full Metal Alchemist as like a franchise on there because uh both the I've read the manga and I've read the or and I've watched both of the anime and I like both of them. I, they were just a little bit later in my anime career or like <laughs> anime career my uh my experience of watching anime was a little bit later so it, it doesn't quite have the kind of nostalgia factor to it for me not nearly as much at least so i think the rest of my picks are a little bit nostalgia bias <laughs> i mean no, I, feel that, you on that. I mean that's what's gonna happen like if it's a show that you grew up with or around it's it's gonna hold a special place in your heart yeah, I mean, I should say that the original Full Metal Alchemist was a, had a special place in my heart because I grew up watching that like middle of high school. And then I don't know if I told Diane about this, but like Austin, you remember my senior project that I did? Yeah, which <laughs> so I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will because I don't think Diane knows what I'm talking. He did about. not graduate. Yeah, we'll, no. <laughs> we'll just leave it to the two of us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell him you can just sit down and cringe in the corner. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but I so basically, Diane, I don't know if I told you before. We may have. We may have. But uh, basically, for my final project in high school, high, American high school has you do like a final project to just just show that you're that you can like put forth the motivation and uh, produce something like be it a job experience or put together like a full project, which is what I did. Mm hmm. So I ended up doing a dub of the first episode of Brotherhood oh my with God. Uh, the voice acting club. And if you saw so, or like if you heard the sound design, you would absolutely hate it. <laughs> All right. You, so like, my I, did, I did actually make you would roast him on a steak. Uh, I, no, no. I, I respect anyone who like starts out and, like my first sound design is, was garbage. And so I, right. I, I totally understand. I want to go back to Full Metal Alchemist though really quickly because yeah. uh, what comes to mind when we talk about Full Metal Alchemist to me is when we had Asvik on the podcast and we talk about the, uh, the death of, uh, of the mother uh, and how horrible uh, horrible that scene was. And I, to me, like I really always felt like how Full Metal Alchemist to me is a very tragic story, but wrapped in fantasy like a like a, almost like a like a dark fantasy is the way i see I, I see it having darker themes than other animes it's always seemed to me that uh there's like a constant struggle throughout the the, the main character's growth um i've never seen uh, uh full metal 
Alchemist, but from like what I read up on it before the podcast, like that's that's what the the narrative feels like to me. Like that's what it, the story represents. Like just this character that gets like not screwed over, but like makes a huge mistake and lives with the uh, with what happens and grows throughout the all of the adventures he goes on. So- Pretty much, I mean, I, I would say like the whole series is kind of just about uh, coming into your own and realizing that that like even your your mistakes help shape who you are as a person 100 percent, 100 percent. so does it hold a special place to you too then Jaden? to me it holds this place where it's on my plan to watch list that's why that's that's how I hold it. <laughs> you know what that's kind of a special place because unlike me y'all actually watch them <laughs> yeah it's not like a dusty bookshelf of like i'll watch this like five years later i'll watch it oh, oh no no I, I got spoiled you know no hey five years <laughs> later i watched two episodes it's fine. <laughs> we um, have a different watch styles. Exactly. Oh man. Exactly. Should uh do you would you like to go next on a hot shot or should I go next? I'll let you pick. Uh I'll have you go next. Alright. So this honorable mention for me is uh strictly nostalgic. Like I I, I oh sorry, I moved my mic. I wouldn't even watch this nowadays. Yeah, pure nostalgia is probably the best way I would describe this entry. Yeah. Like <laughs> I wouldn't even watch this like now. Like if someone was like, hey, do you want to watch this tonight? I was like, no, I really don't want to watch this. But like <laughs> this show, that's why it doesn't make my list. Like this isn't even number 11 to me, in my opinion. This is like number like 48. But this show was so important to me and like was so, so part of my life when I was like 11, 12, 13 years old. Like it, it really meant a lot to me and I really related to the character and it, the meme is that Hotshot calls me Jaden. Well, the main character in that series is called Jaden because the pick is <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Uh, to me, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX was like the cool kid Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Like if you watch GX and you got the Dual Academy Dual Disc and you got the Elemental Heroes, like you're... You're the coolest. There's no way. There's no other way. Like I went out of my way to like be like Jaden and to collect the cards he had and um, speak like him. And I I was heavily heavily influenced. And I just want to mention this uh, anime as a uh, a landmark in my anime watching career and my Yu-Gi-Oh enjoyment. That that's really how I see it. Honestly, I actually had uh, I actually had a couple of Jaden's cards growing up when I uh, well give them back Yu-Gi-Oh to cards. me. Give them back to me. <laughs> No. I don't have them anymore. It was it's the same kind of deal that I had with Slifer. I lost him in a move or lost I remember him that. up or I remember you saying happened. that. Oh, that still bugs me. But I had a I had the Elemental Heroes Sparkman and uh, Flame Wingman. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's the stuff. You, gr- growing up for for me though, GX actually was my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, before I developed taste. So Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. No, 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 no. No. You're the one who was just saying that you wouldn't even watch it today. Yes, but growing up, I loved it. No, I did too. Before I developed taste is what I just said. I, I had taste. This. I didn't watch this shit on Toonami before or like when I was a kid. You got I thought you guys were fucking nerds when I was a kid, like who the people who played. Bro, we're Yu-Gi-Oh. literally hosting well, a look, podcast you joined about the anime. masses. We, now you are the Oh yeah, nerd. I joined the masses, but I like the original Yu-Gi-Oh. I hate GX. Yo, let, let, uh, let's just go to Hot Shots Pick. I can't even right now, bro. I'm, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's nostalgic to me and Jaden, and that's all that matters. It's not a good show, but it holds the spirit of well, a honestly, good like, show it's by like, stomping think, it in the dirt. It's not like a bad I show. Do think- in the se- okay, go ahead. Sorry, Hugh. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, like Beyblade was really, really, really bad. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX wasn't, like, <laughs> yeah. really, really bad. 
know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think calling it a bad show is, does this justice because, like, the characters were actually, like, not one-dimensional. The duels were uh, good. Like, they, they, they were, like, interesting, and you, I got invested, and there was a lot of, like, cool themes in there. I don't think it was, like, bad. You know what I mean? Like, it is bad now because we're, like, mid-20s. But, like, back then, it was good. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah, by like <laughs> by like a twelve year old standard. Yeah, when we when it, yeah. it came out and when we were younger, it was fine. Our tastes change. That's fine. Yeah, like me, I was for just instance, gonna say that I think that uh, I think that like Yu Gi Oh in general is just funny. Like especially if you just watch the English dub. Like I do like GX's English dub because it actually makes me laugh. There, there. I actually have like a bunch of recommendeds for like Yu Gi Oh GX clips on my YouTube. <laughs> Oh man, it's I, I just uh, nostalgia, like just straight up nostalgia. The games too, like dude, like just it's a good series in that sense. Like like I said, I never really got on the boat when I was a kid. Like I just thought it was really like I had the same thought that just about everybody had, which was like diet or that it was like diet Pokemon, basically. Diet Pokemon. That's kind of kind of the same deal as me, because yeah, I was exposed to Pokemon before I was to Yu Gi Oh, and I was exposed to Digimon before either one of those. So it's just kind of like, okay, it's the same kind of collect them all and battle kind of situation. I mean, right. kind of, yeah. All right. I, I, go ahead. All we had on GX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's GX, bro. Okay, that's fair. All right, your turn, Hotshot. What is your honorable mention? So my honorable mention is a show I brought on or I've talked a little bit about on and off podcast. Um, it's Rosario Vampire. And if you guys remember me talking about this, it's a show where it takes place in a school setting. It's surrounded by monster girls with one guy. It's a harem style anime that's a complete comedy more than anything. And I just love the kind of world and atmosphere it's built around. It's extremely gothic, extremely, well, like a better word, monstrous. And the characters really you meet did. are actually really, First, really sweet. Yeah. You know what? Just because you said gothic, I kind of imagine that it's a weird mix between gothic and anime because of the pinkish or the pink colors that seem to pop up quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, they pop up. They pop up because of Mocha because of her hair, really. I guess it I guess it'd well, be pop gothic. I think that's the punk, the type like 90s out. punk gothic kind of air. I mean, there's yeah, lo- like a lot of red night skies that show up. But that, oh, yeah. that they mainly show up like in vampire mode, like when Mocha turns vampire. Is it me or do the 90s just really like red skies? Dude, I really like red skies. I mean, I grew up with Batman, the anime or the animated Batman series. Dude, if there was a Batman anime when I was a kid, I'd be all over that shit. Well, there's no one when you're an adult, so you'll probably be all over it now. Yes, there is. I I'd said it. there is one when you're an adult. I said there oh. is one. Oh, I thought you but, said there isn't. Sorry. No, there is. There is. <laughs> but with my bad. But with it being uh, Rosario, um, Rosario was like my first dirtier dive into anime. Really, there's a lot of like lewd, like upskirt shots. One of the characters is just a thirsty bitch, for lack of a better. <laughs> oh my better God. term for it. it. It's just a series that I that I fell in love with. Like the joke is that she's horny. Uh, Mocha's like the shy kind of character around the guy she likes at first until she turns a vampire. Then it's just get out of my way. Kind of, uh, kind of air to it. I just fell in love with this kind of series because of this show. This was my first actual dive into it. So it still, it still holds that kind of special place in my heart, which prompted us to do Ponsu cast. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Correct me <laughs> if I'm a wrong. Few other shows. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hotshot, but this was like one of your um, influential anime picks, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. I remember this. Like, I looked into it. Like, I think what's appealing to it for me that makes me want to watch it is that it's set in a high school, and I always like those types of animes. I think that's like it's a common setting, but it's a relatable setting. It's something that we all go through in a sense. Yeah. But then like I think that or that was uh that was something that we talked about back when we did a uh what was it the pros and cons of uh anime. Yeah. I think we should have just called that I think we should have just called that like tropes, like anime tropes or something. Or or yeah, but then we wouldn't have had the longest episode title of all time. So, I mean, you know. That's true. That, <laughs> that's something you have to consider. Yeah, you got to you got to take certain wins when you can find them because you're not going to find them anywhere else. Exactly. That's perfectly fair. <laughs> but uh, this anime piques my interest. Honestly, I, yeah, I, as you guys may know, I was on Ponce to Cast last episode, and um, I'm getting a little bit into Hotshot's territory. Uh, this one, <laughs> I think, if I had like three more series in me, I, I might be like drunk enough to step into the pool and fall over and watch 13 <laughs> episodes. I will send you the booze if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Give us the address that we've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, let's not give out my address on the podcast. Let's not do that. Not on the podcast. I, just, I mean later. <laughs> it's just in general. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but in all seriousness, like, <laughs> this is a hotshot show, but it's a hotshot show that I feel like is definitely not just uh, that has depth to it. You know how we were talking about we talked about that last time. I feel like the yeah. the yeah. characters here aren't just like images to me. Like they're not just like physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the physicality of it is not the main focus. Like I can I can tell that there's there's like more of a romantic aspect to this one. Um, there, like I wouldn't say like almost adventure based, but uh, like just like a almost like the, it feels like there's, supernatural. A, supernatural. Like it's a it's a clear it's a clear harem anime, but it's one that like has one very very strong uh romantic connection in it especially the further on that you watch mm-hmm. but i mean that's that's what a lot of the the hair animes i watch do like sure the girl or it has a lot of the girls flirting with the guy and everything but there's always like one clearly match made in heaven um for both the protagonist and one of the girls and it's extremely obvious to see even to the other girls <laughs> But I still I still kind of uh, fall in love with that kind of atmosphere. I, I do want to say, Jaden, that if you get into this one, I think you'll be a little I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by it, because like as it goes on, the uh, uh, the fan service kind of gets less and less. It's not nearly as like in your face about it. It kind of gets subdued as it goes on and it's more character focused. I totally, I totally relate. I, I can understand that. So I will. This will might be like a late 2021 for me. Like right now I'm watching Kill a Kill. Um, and I'm actually enjoying Kill a Kill. Um, look at me. I'm a changed I'm man, Hotshot. I'm a changed man. Slowly but surely. <laughs> it took fucking long enough. All right. We're slowly making him into a deviant. <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> let's go to Kyo's next pick. Let's go. Let's let's start the actual right, podcast. Let's start the actual list. Hi, guys. Right, welcome to Anime Podcasters. List. Uh, my name is Jaime. <laughs> no, Half hey, an hour in, and dock. we're finally starting the topic. <laughs> exactly. You're both on the dock, Jesus. Okay. Uh, for my number 10, I went ahead with one. I mainly put it here because it never got finished. And that's the main reason why it's at the bottom of my list. But it's on the list in general just because it it's so unique that it's sad that it never got further than it did. And my actual pick is uh, Dead Man Wonderland. It's yes. a dead man wonderland. 
It's not even the theme song, you fucker. No, I know, but I'm I glad he's not singing, singing the theme song because I don't want any copyright. So as long as it's not like copyright, you <laughs> sing all you want, Hot Shot. <laughs> I mean, it's a parody of a song, but I'll leave that later. Hey, if it's a parody, it's probably clean. It's probably safe for a short time. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> but uh, this, like, but yeah. this is like the uh, apocalypse. Like this anime is just. Oh my god, the man read it, bro. I'll be honest. I was surprised to see. Uh, dead man in your top 10 like at all like just just a little bit like not even the fact that it wasn't finished just uh i always thought that i actually enjoyed it a little bit more than you just because of like how into the the bloody battles and everything i got especially when uh when i started talking like about shiro to you a lot i just thought that i enjoyed the show more than you well not uh kind of maybe i mean like austin's kind of a gore hound so he likes a lot of like the slasher movies a little bit more than horror so I think that might be I think that might be part of it. I don't know. Plus, I love blood powers. Blood powers are always good. I don't understand. That's always, why that is always a cool power. I don't understand why you haven't watched blood, uh, finished Blood Sea yet. Then I just don't understand. You're literally like describing he Blood star- Sea. He watched the first episode. He and started stopped. the first episode. Yeah, I know. Ugh. It's not available in our region for mo- for the most part. Like we have to. We have to Bro, acquire I will, it. I will, I will send me booze. I will send you DVDs. Okay, if we have to make that trade, we will make that trade. <laughs> hey, if you hey if you find it on DVD, give it. <laughs> yeah, just give me your yeah, address. If we have it on DVD, Austin will have probably watched. So it. anyway, Dead Man. Enough about a show I haven't watched. Let's talk about a show I have watched. We or we all have watched it. Ha- uh, haven't we? I watched. Jane refuses to finish it though yeah. because it it cliffhangs. Exactly. Or because it got canceled. Yes. Wait, I thought you did see. I thought you no, saw No, we went no, over he, this. No, he refused to watch it. I f- I'm not it finishing an anime that doesn't get finished. I'm just going to get pissed. Like, I know I'm going to get pissed by the end of it because there is no end of well, it. That last episode isn't even like the the cliffhanger. There's like a flashback episode and that's how they end it. Well, that's stupid. I know it's stupid. So I'm not going to do it. I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> well, the episode you left off on, like the second to last episode, is still like a bad way to end the show anyway. Yeah. Well, it, it never ends well, so just end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's an unfinished <laughs> enemy. That's the that's the beef I have with it. Like I'm not. This is not list worthy. This is not like to me. You know what I mean? Like I understand like number ten, fair enough. Like lowest p- possible spot. Um, but even then, like to me, since this anime never got finished, it was so good at the start. Like that first scene with the man in red showing up, and then the kid getting accused and everything. Bro, I was so into that. I was like, yes, good. And then Kiel's like, oh yeah, by the way, it never ends. I was like, why am I watching this? You know? <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> there you go. I th- so for those who haven't seen it, just to give you guys the synopsis, Dead Man Wonderland is about a boy who survives an attack at his high school and uh, somehow the footage of the attack comes out that he was the one that killed everybody because he's the sole survivor. So he gets uh, he gets a life sentence or I don't remember who it was a life sentence, but he gets sentenced as his punishment to be at this theme park, which is run entirely by criminals who are uh, who are under lock and key under shot collars and uh, basic and like several other like deadly traps. And one of the things that they do is they have them perform in these uh, obstacle courses that actually kill them. So whenever so like basically the thought behind it is they're all criminals. Nobody will care if they die. And if they're not actually criminals, then uh, who then or like if they're holograms or something, then they won't care because it's still, you know, it's a criminal. 100%. But uh, as the show 
as the show goes on, it was supposed to have a reveal uh, as to who the actual, excuse me, who the actual uh, killer was and the origin behind a character named Shiro, who is a character who seems to roam about the park without any form of scrutiny or uh, she just seems to be carefree and she doesn't uh, she's not like constrained by the park, but she just doesn't leave because she doesn't want to, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm I don't I mean, know. I thought, after I thought that, she was connected to the park. Yeah, she is. That's why she doesn't leave. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm saying like because uh, we never got an idea as to why, like, uh, like where she came from, why she exists, why she has a twin that got right, right, right. that never got explained. <laughs> yeah, because the show got canceled. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go to. I uh, can I go to my pick. I feel like we we've part, pretty much established that. The, by the way, guys, the show got canceled. I don't know if you heard about that, but actually, it never ended. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Well, like it never it never got a second season. It didn't do well enough in Japan that it could get uh, greenlit for a second season. But apparently in America, we loved this shit. Like there's a lot more sales for the uh, for the DVD in America than there are in Japan. So that just means I need to find the DVD and we're set. Oh, wait, no, we well, already the, have it. I oh, my God. Yeah, we already have it. There's just <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing else added to it. There's no unaired episodes or anything like I wish that it got like the adult swim treatment, kind of like what Fooly Cooly is getting. Mm. I don't know if they ever made that. I don't know if they ever got uh, got anywhere with that, but I know they did it with Samurai Jack and I loved I like what I saw with Samurai Jack season five. I still haven't finished it. Mm. All right. I think but yeah, that, Jane, we can think move that's on. That's all we yours. have on a uh, on a not finished show. So okay, Jane, let's, yeah, let's go to a show that I actually got not a lot to talk about. Uh, I, OK, this is a this is a show oh, that uh, yeah. <laughs> This is a show that I love. Uh, to me, my top 10, the way I see it, is like, these are all animes I finished and were just solid. Solid, 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 in my opinion. Um, and I loved, loved, loved watching this series. I watched it last year um, and finished it in maybe two weeks. Uh, it's fr- it's critically acclaimed. It's by uh, one of my favorite or my favorite anime creator, uh, Watanabe. And I am picking Samurai Champloo. Uh it's set in this like yeah. uh, I don't want to say medieval, but like this uh, uh, older era of Japan, and it follows feudal Japan. Yeah, and it follows the uh, three characters: Mugen, Shu, and uh, Jin. Um, and basically, it's the trio thing that Watanabe does so well. And you'll see this uh, throughout my other top tens. Uh, I love the way these characters are are formed. Uh, I love how Mugen and Jin are basically like the soldiers and the 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 stronger characters and. Uh, and uh, oh my god, why am I uh, forgetting her name? I shouldn't be. F- and Fu is more of a uh, character Fu. that's more reserved, yeah. and it, it gets uh, more tra- uh, gets trapped, and it's hard for them to. to uh, it's hard for her to like get by without the those two guys. And uh, the it, it, it follows this like episodic narrative that I really like, and the way it it, it adds music, the way it, it plays with music is is what I love about this series. Like uh, they have an episode where it starts off with a rap recapping the entire series. Uh, they play a lot with the rewind and the tape delay effects stuff like that uh just a bunch of really 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 cool uh elements in this anime it's hilarious it's action-packed like it's just it's solid across the board like no one has ever told me they don't like this anime like guaranteed solid watch for sure and uh spoiler alert i love the fact that the characters don't die at the end that's amazing i love that that's great that's like oh okay good my heart can still function after this so you know what i mean that's that's how i see it i guess uh i guess if you've watched 
any or the other two shows that he's directed, then you probably wouldn't would be happier with this. <laughs> but still, like this is a this is like a, an amazing pick to me. This is a, I love this show. Like I mean, you you finished the series, Keo. Oh yeah, I uh, I finished it a long time ago, and I was introduced to it through a trailer uh, from. I don't know where I don't remember exactly what it was, but like I remember I actually found the DVD at a convention once and I was like, you know what? I've been curious about this show. I may as well get it. And I think just this year I found I found that DVD case with the seat, uh, the DVDs in it, because I did make that uh, Samurai shampoo parody that I did on my channel. Has it hit 100 views yet? Oh, yeah, it's at 700, I think. Good, because I remember you being like, I'm going to plug this until it hits 100. Well, it hit past 100. Good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts, Hotshot? Yeah. It's at uh, 720. I mean, I haven't really seen much of Samurai Champloo. I think I've only seen like two, maybe at most three episodes. Um, you, I think you've seen more than that because you did see the episode with the uh, the pot field. Oh, it's such a good it, episode. It, it it feel it feels like I only watched like two or three though. Like I you could be right, I could have watched more. It's just not really a show that stuck with me as much, just cause like I, I like the the style of uh of samurais battling each other and uh in a road trip to discover things. It's just kind of one of those that's just like I like more supernatural abilities and powers and like more magical stuff. Or like greatly exaggerated things in my animes, and Samurai Champloo is like grounded hard in realism a lot of the time, so it just didn't really stick with me as much as it does for others. Like it's it's still a good show. I, I like the sword fights and everything. And crap, I can't remember his name. Uh, Mugen, not the glasses wearing Samurai Mugen. Mugen, and I like Mugen, but Mugen's the best. Aside bro. from that, it didn't really stick with me all that well. In my opinion, there's a little piece of Mugen in all of us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like that really bad Monday that you're having. That's Mugen. Yeah, you're I'm probably right. having a bad day. Like I can I can respect that's on a list. It's just not anywhere near mine. It's like number 48. <laughs> it's not even a Why number. Why is 48 the one that you want to go with every time? Because that's my thing. It's a big number. It's apparently. just like it's not quite to 50, but it's not quite my 49 either. I'm just going to put it like slightly outside of that. It's about that 76 realm. for me. <laughs> All right, Hotshot. Uh, I, I'm good on the, on this one. Let's go to uh, your first pick. I I was not expecting this one on your list. I was I I what the hell? So so obviously oh, this yeah. one I haven't finished for a couple reasons. One, it's still going. Oh, he's it's picking Boruto. A thousand episodes. He's picking Boruto. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you finally. Uh, this is a <laughs> God damn it. This Jay, is a great way up. to introduce your t- for your. Friend. Oh wait, hold on. No, you're right. I'm just gonna edit this. There we go. It's the actual pick now. Oh. <laughs> so it's still it's still going. It's due to release its thousandth episode in the beginning of next month. I'm picking One Piece and I have watched all of the um, all of the four kids dubbed that we got for it. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, after that, it the dubbing for it stopped and we did just get it subbed. And I just can't sit down and watch subbed anime. I don't know why I just can't get into it that much. Oh, no, 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 no. So, so uh, the four kids one is not the one that's on Funimation. Okay, so I watched two different dubs of it then. I've watched the four yeah. animation and I've watched four kids. <laughs> he watched two different But still, he thought, but still. <laughs> I the, just find it funny dubbing... that Austin thought that 
the the that the show never got finished because four kids went out of business. It still <laughs> never got finished. That's not the reason, but it still never got finished. Dubbing for it just stopped. Tenth <laughs> place and never getting finished is a very common theme on this podcast, huh? Seems I guess like. so. But at the same time, my show is still going. It's just the dub that not stopped. <laughs> so after um, after I watched the dubbing of it and everything, and after that just stopped, I started turning to the Pirate Warrior games that um, do like the major, major arcs that have to do with, uh, with Luffy and the Straw Hats and everyone else and involves a great deal of the characters. And it's mob battle hack and slash style, and I fucking love that style of game. So it's still in in like my it's still in my top 10. Yes, as a as a favorite anime, but also as a favorite anime franchise, because the Pirate Warrior games are some of my favorite anime games out there and I fucking adore them. And I I was honestly a little surprised to see that, like, out of all the original Shonen shows I grew up with, One Piece was the only one to actually make it on my list. No, but Scott, I just, you got another one on there. Not, not out of the ones I grew up with. Wait, what? Uh, I'll ex- we'll explain explain that later on. It's just I love the the grand scope of venture. I love how exaggerated everything is. Like especially when characters are surprised, their jaw literally hits the ground, or how when they sail to one island, everything can be relatively normal, like in a marketplace. They sail to the next. They fight a giant ten story tall bunny that has to be brought down by a giant rubber gatling gun elephant, and it's just kind of you never know what to expect with One Piece, uh, with all the twists and turns, and especially even with characters. Characters that you've that you've watched for like several years, especially after the time skip, you never know what to expect, and that's one of the big reasons I love it. I just want to take a moment. One, one Piece has always been really weird. Yeah, but I just want to take a moment. <laughs> it gets weird, and I love weird. <laughs> I want to shout out. Uh, there's a podcast that's been covering One Piece for like ever, called the One oh, Piece God. Podcast. Uh, I never oh, listened really? to it, but uh, I have a friend who listens to it and loves it, and says that like if you're a One Piece like nerd like this is the podcast you have to listen to so the one piece podcast check them out they don't need the plug they're much bigger than us but if we could get them one or two more <laughs> listeners like go ahead and, and enjoy yourselves but one piece to me i've watched like maybe the first 50 episodes and then i kind of the p- king of the podcasts oh my gosh <laughs> sorry uh, uh and uh luffy was is a great relatable character the adventure is, is fantastic the battles are great from what i've seen but um to me it's really the fact that it's so long that I can't. I'm not gonna invest. I can't invest like 950 episodes. That's crazy, dude. I did. I actually did the math for it. Like, I think I can't remember exactly what it was, but Austin, like, you remember? I calculated how long it would take to finish all 1,000 episodes in a year, right? Yeah. If you only watched without stopping. Yeah, it was basically like if you watch the show. Like, I think it's like actually, you know what? Let me do it real quick because it doesn't take that long. You know what we need? We need the that guy who commented on the podcast to like break down exactly what episodes you need to watch of One Piece and just give us an exact list and like tell us like what regime we uh, we need to do like how many episodes a day and then just break it down and let us know like this is how many episodes uh this is how quickly you could watch One Piece you know so yeah I'm starting to think that guy was just Kyo in disguise yeah I'm starting to think <laughs> that too well I, I actually ju- okay I just did the math on it you would have to watch two point seven episodes of or 2.7 hours of One Piece each day in order to get through it. No, thank you. So that'd be about eight episodes a day. Yeah. No. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you would have to watch that for an entire year to catch up with where they are right now. Like, 
you would and have they're to go, still like, making it, new episodes. That's if you so just you're do still it. Still fall behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go all the way and just do like eight full episodes. God. <laughs> or ten full episodes. Uh, it's, for it's, me personally, I actually or like. Didn't I kind of like introduce you to One Piece a little bit or were you no, already aware no, no, of it? No, no, no. I knew about One Piece. Okay. Well, like I mean like when we started hanging out more. No, in no, no, high no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I, well, I remember like this is my thing. This is my thing. This is not your thing. <laughs> granted, okay. granted like when we started hanging out the only anime that I actually started talking about was Naruto, but I knew uh-huh. of One Piece and One Piece's existence. The only way that I really had to watch it was like Saturday mornings for on four kids after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and the weekly Shonen Jumps that I would uh, sometimes get in a Fred Meyer bookstore section. <laughs> right, That's right. really the only exposure you, to One Piece I which had. Which Austin still has those Shonen Jumps, by the way. I have them in one of our closets somewhere. No, you don't. They're under my bed. <laughs> oh, they're under your bed. They're okay. under my bed. Well, yeah, but I, I actually did start with the manga for, for One Piece. Like, I honestly prefer the manga over the show because the show has this weird problem where I'm not sure if uh, they've ever had to take a hiatus from, like, making the show. Like, I can, be, al- just I can for almost the, promise you. I can almost promise you. I'm they sure they have. have. I'm sure they have, but like to my recollection, I never saw a point where it was like, okay, One Piece has stopped making episodes for a short time. But I do, I do know that as far as the the anime goes, I don't know if they've added filler from the manga. I think the the uh, manga writer has just been going nonstop. Like they haven't. I don't think that they've had like the uh, the Dragon Ball problem where they have to let the author catch up or something. I mean, it's very possible to be honest. (laughs) I mean that. it's insane to me, like how much anime uh, is produced from Japan, like within a year. Like they produce, bro. A they lot literally have seasons. Content. Like they literally have, like, oh, here's like the forty thousand animes that are coming out this winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that like it's all different studios, like every year, of course, because like I think I think some are still working on like shonen anime, like. Boruto and Dragon uh, yeah. Ball Super and Ahasha's tenth pick. Yes, yes. Like those ones are constantly. Those ones seem to constantly be working, like every year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Let's uh, let's go to your pick, Keo, if you don't mind. Uh, your number nine. This is My uh, number nine. The, we're okay. we're cracking it. We're, guys, this is gonna be a long one. I told okay. you. Continuing the theme of not finishing. Wait, this one got canceled. It's temp. It's on hold. It's oh on hold. Oh my right gosh, now. Keo. But it's been on hold for a couple of years, I think, at this point. Yeah, it has. So, like, not only has the anime stopped being produced, uh, the author uh, is on hiatus with, with it, and it's been on hiatus for almost 10 years now. Okay, it, it got canceled, bro. Don't give me this hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. It's like, it's like saying you got Th- laid this off is the word from the same th- as getting fired. It's like you still don't have a job, so you got fired. I know. I know. I'm totally aware of that. They may as well have just said it's canceled and called it like canceled, but it was doing surprisingly well. Anyway, uh, the show that I had at my number nine, and I promise from this point on, nothing else is unfinished. <laughs> Well, don't you start with me. (laughs) (laughs) There's a strong possibility, but we'll get into that later. I will tell you and I can promise you. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Anyway. All right. Uh, My number nine pick is D. Gray Man. I've not seen this. Have you even? Okay, you haven't seen this one. Okay, I'm surprised by that. I have heard of it. Um, I'm pretty sure we we talked about this a few times, Kiel, right? Yeah, I've or I actually talked about uh, the or I talked about their villains in a podcast at one point, like one of the older uh, villain podcast episodes. The Claw? 
Uh, no, that's uh, Gun X Sword. Damn it! Please go ahead. <laughs> you, I think, I think both of those shows you would like. By the way, I think you would actually like uh, D Gray Man quite a I bit. I can only it's watch very... one show at a time, bro. I'm sorry, man. Oh, I know, I know. You're working on Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill is more important. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's really big like it, it, or like kill a kill or kill a kill blew up a couple years ago and i think uh, that's why most people know what studio trigger is and i think that's that's really good because studio trigger is a really good uh anime studio anyway uh d gray man is a supernatural series so like if you like ghost hunting or demon hunting then this is probably one for you it has a it has a little bit of that naruto shonen flavor to it but it's also very much like steeped in some some kind of darker uh some darker elements like there's a uh there's like the full metal alchemist scenario of like trying to bring your parents back through resurrection but then of course the kid has to kill the kill the abomination that's being possessed by his parents soul that's pretty dark already Yeah, this this seems like I, like just looking at the cover of it uh looks very dark uh to me I feel like there's a lot of adventure to this. That's what I, that's the that's the feeling I'm getting. I feel like this is like it's not an episodic thing. I feel like it's a like a full length like the character it's like arc based mostly in my opinion. And then I think almost all shonen shows are kind of arc based, aren't they? Uh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of one that's not. I I can't either. I don't think there is. I don't think that they really don't do arcs or I don't think there's any that don't do arcs. I think unless it's like a comedy series or a four panel. Right, right, right. But yeah, I think uh, or Austin has seen it, uh, seen a few episodes with me. He liked it. He just hasn't gotten around to it like usual. Yeah, it, it's just one of those like, oh, yeah, that was a good time. I have other things that are a better time, but that was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I, really do like Alan and uh, hell, he's even in uh, J-Stars, one of my uh, one of my Jonin uh, or Shonen games on the PlayStation he yeah. he's just a he's just support, but he's still in the story and everything, and he is very present. But it's still just kind of like I do want to know more about him. But there's other characters from other shows I want to know more. <laughs> right. Well, like uh, the the thing that I like about Alan most is that he's not a stereotypical shonen character like Naruto or Luffy or uh, or Goku. He's a little he knows bit more what the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, there's that. But like, I mean, that he's a much more calm character. Like he's totally aware of the world he's in and what kind of dark things are there. But he's such an upbeat person. Like he's so relaxed and so sweet and so nice. Like he's just really he, he seems like somebody you would want to hang out with, like just to. Just to like lift your spirits a little bit, like he he probably would like make you feel a little better if you were having a bad day, kind of. You just pat your uh, pat your back and go there, there. <laughs> yeah, he he's a good boy. He's a very good boy. Uh, is that all we have on uh, D Gray Man already? Well, thing, like, I mean, I, unless I don't really unless Jayanne's got something after, to say. Like I, like I said, like I, from what I read up on it, it seems like really cool. But like that's the other thing. Like canceled again, bro. Like not hiatus again. Like th- that that. That to me spells like don't watch this. You know what I mean? That's that's how I see it, honestly. It's just, it's mostly just because the manga hasn't finished. Like that's the main reason why the show hasn't been finished, but like it's a little bit longer than the other shows. Like it's it's like 50 plus episodes, like 6 I think it's like 60 right. or so right now. So there's a lot to watch, but like there is the disappointment of like if I get to the end, there's 
like I got to wait however long it's going to take for them to to finish it. No, I see. But at I see. the same time, still getting there is just like, OK, so when they actually do continue it, at least I'm here for it. Mm hmm. Let's, That's totally fair. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I think we could uh, wrap it up and go to uh, my. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good to. I think we're good to move on. My number yeah, nine good. is also by the same person who did my number ten, Watanabe, and I am picking. This is another critically acclaimed one. It's a, a space western, uh, beautiful anime that I, I I seriously love. It's one of those other solid picks in my opinion. Cowboy Bebop. I don't know why I said it like that. Cowboy Bebop is <laughs> so so great. I mean. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Like it's basically like I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say that just because you're so where just because it's like later on for me, like it's it's higher on my list. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is also at number is at number three. Yes, yes. This is a on Kyo's list as well. So Kyo, we have so much in common. But in all seriousness, like uh, like Cowboy Bebop to me spells like why anime is so revolutionary like the the story the crew that uh that uh, watanabe uh, creates the, the this like ragtag team of like bounty hunters going across space and getting into these crazy uh spaceship battles or like fight finding themselves in this like uh shootouts and grenades exploding and i mean i know that there's like strategy to it there's like all these amazing elements and i've loved Cowboy Bebop ever since I watched it and that's why we're like covering the live action that's like probably postponed at this point um and I just yeah but yeah I think I think they're I think they're in the middle of production like I think they're filming right now yeah but like to all that to say that th this anime is fantastic like the themes in there um especially with like the emphasis of the uh, of music how like literally bebop music is used in Cowboy Bebop uh I just love the jazz influence it has in there the characters are great. Like, who doesn't love Spike and Jet? Like, you know what I mean? Who doesn't love Ed, bro? Ugh. I mean, I mean, Ed is probably the character that has, like, the most, like, split down the middle fan base, mm -hmm. I think. Fair enough. And the movie, too, is great, which that you need to watch, and we'll do a podcast about this year, Kyo. Yeah, I still need to watch the movie. I don't know why I can't find the movie anywhere. Bro, I'm going to I'm gonna send you links, bro. I got you. But in all seriousness, your thoughts <laughs> on Cowboy Bebop being, uh, is it too low in your opinion, in your opinion on my list? I uh, honestly like for you. I'm surprised that it's as low as it is because uh, like I was ex I was expecting it would be a little bit higher for you. Just like because for me, it's in my top three. So like it, it's mainly because like that's a particular genre that I really like. I because when I first saw uh, one of my later picks, I never knew that you could mix like Western sci fi uh, a little bit of fantasy altogether. And I never thought, and like, because, and that's part of why I like anime so much is because it mixes things that you wouldn't normally put together. Like Japan has this weird way of mixing and creating things that you would never think to put together because somebody in America would probably tell you that's fucking stupid. But then you go to Japan and you see some, see those actual combinations over there and you're like oh my god this is amazing why didn't we do this right, right, right. like i just love 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 this anime so much and like oh yeah uh, it's it's so good i mean hasha have you you haven't even seen it right like are you you've obviously i've, I've seen bit, i've seen bits and pieces of it i've seen gotcha. a few episodes but not like in chronological order so i mean I, this I, is very episodic. i think he, I I think he jumped in I think Austin jumped in like when I was in the middle of an episode or something and just sat down and watched the rest of it with me. 
I, I watched I watched a fair deal, but it's not one that I've just been like, I need more of this in my life. <laughs> I like, think you I, do, though. <laughs> I, I know I do. I like I know I should watch more and I do really enjoy what I've seen. It's just space Western is really more of your kind of of your kind of style as opposed to mine. It's one that I enjoy and one that I like getting into, but it's just one that I'm not as gung ho as you are. No, I see what you mean. Like, uh, just to me, like, the the story and, like, every episode is, like, a new boss battle to me. Like, every episode is a new crazy person from outer space trying to blow up their spaceship. Every episode is, like, how are we going to get this Betamax, Betamax tape figured out or... or uh, is is it because of Hind that we're gonna like? Why is this mutt in my spaceship? Like, there's all these ridiculous uh, Pierrot Le Fou. Like, ugh, it's so good. It's so so. Julia, bro, like, so many great things in that. Anime. The characters are fantastic. Like, I have nothing bad to say about this anime, and and uh, I have extremely high praise for it. And uh, it's only my number nine. Just to give you guys an idea here. <laughs> and it's my nu- and it's my number three. Like for quite a few reasons. <laughs> And what? it's my number. It's somewhere in there, I'm 48, sure. 48, 48, 48, 48. <laughs> God damn it, Giant. Stop with 48. <laughs> 47. Yes. All right. Hot shot. Just to spite me with you two. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Um, Are you feeling lucky? So my number. Yeah, I'm feeling very lucky because I get to talk now <laughs> about a show that I know. Yeah. So number nine for me is a very, very simple slice of life anime. Um, one that I might have talked about before, but not like dangerously. So uh, I don't lucky think you star have talked about it that much. It, it's I, I brought it up like here and there, but not like, oh, it's one of the best ever. It's it's one that I'm like, I'll always be happy to throw on and I'll always be happy to watch. Um, but it's not really one that a lot of people really would in my eyes. Um, so to give you guys a little uh, little incentive here or a little viewing on it, Lucky Star is incredibly slice of life. It's these four girls going uh, through day to day life through their last two years of high school. And it's just things always get exaggerated or their personalities always get in the way of each other. And it's always just kind of like um Think, well, things aren't always like in the way, but it's just their personalities are clashing and it's it's just them growing as people. It doesn't really sound that enticing to watch, but all the characters that you meet in it are so adorable and so cute that you can't help but start to enjoy your time around them. Like one of the one of the biggest ones is Kanata. Um, she's a weeb stereotype, so she's like surrounded in otaku stuff, surrounded in posters um, she's always staying up late gaming. She's always watching shows, collecting figurines, that kind of thing, and always getting in trouble for not studying. Kagami is the I have my nose in my book all the time, and I'm kind of a tsundere to everybody around me. Um, her sister, ah, crap. Her sister, Sukasa, is just the uh, cling, to your, cling to your older sister, but still trying to find your way in life kind of, uh, kind of archetype. And then, uh, well, ah, damn it. Why am I brain farting here? Miyuki. Miyuki, thank you. And then Miyuki is just the, and Kanata comments on this repeatedly, is just moe as fuck. Like, she is the shy one. She is the one with glasses. She's the klutzy one. But it's all done in such a cutesy, cutesy way that I can't help but enjoy it. Well, like, here, here's another thing, like, Whereas in most anime, that would be one character. 
all those characteristics are packed into one person. Like those would normally be several characters. There'd be a glasses character, a clumsy character, and then a uh, and then a shy then one. A like those would all be. So yeah, well, no, all, she's not a tsundere. No, I know. I I thought we were talking about like all the tropes that are packaged into the characters. Oh, no, 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 no. Was I was saying me. I was saying Miyuki is a character who has like several tropes packed into one. Like whereas like most anime would probably make that into one character or like into several characters, which they is why she's had the idea as of fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's also the fact that she's like more developed than most like characters who are just the shy one. Yeah. Like. She's I think she's a little more developed than Hinata personally, like character wise or body wise. Can't, just shut up. <laughs> character wise. OK, <laughs> just, well, I'm just saying just like because develop a developed joke is a very much a thing that they do in Lucky Star because of like, yeah, how I guess that's fair. <laughs> mature Miyuki looks as opposed to her classmates. So that's really so. the only reason I brought it up. I thought you were just being creepy. <laughs> no, I was just like when I hear developed, especially in anime, especially in anime where the word developed comes up a lot. That's, that's what I was. Fair. That's why I'm like, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've heard that phrase way too many times and I'm sick of it. <laughs> OK, you know what? That's fair. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so, Jaden, if you're if you're in the mood for like more of a cutesy, like just easygoing throw on for background noise kind of kind of show. I honestly would really recommend this one because it is a really cute, funny one to get into. That, that's the thing. Like this one, the the issue I have with this one is that I feel like depth is not necessarily like to there. Like I feel like it's pretty like standardized in the sense that like cute girls, slice of life, maybe a little bit of comedy in there, and I feel like it it kind of stays on that level. I, I'm I, from what I'm hearing at least, I I don't see like uh, that. Uh, intellectual stimulation i mean i know you know what I, mean? I mean i knew i knew that going in that like this really wouldn't grab you like at all but i was just saying like if you had like any kind of curiosity to it at all then i'd recommend it mm-hmm. but i'm not really expecting you to watch this because i know you like more shows that are in-depth and have a lot to do with the plot where there's actual story in depth to the characters where everything has meaning Lucky Star really doesn't have any of that. So I I would I would argue that there's a lot more depth with these characters than there are in like most other shows that are quote unquote Moe, because like these characters aren't just one personality trait like Konata isn't necessarily I wouldn't say Konata is really a stereotype. I think she was like probably one of the earlier characters that was like she's not a shut in completely like she has times where she'll want to go out and just hang out with friends or like she doesn't just stay at home and play video games or whatever like she does several things like she even goes out and gets a job so she can uh so she can pay for being an otaku at a cosplay cafe yeah so she has an otaku job to be further otaku <laughs> yeah which is I mean, she does what she loves and she buys scene, what she loves because <laughs> the only scene that we see her actually working uh, her and her co-workers are dressed up as uh, Haruhi Suzumiya characters and mm-hmm. she's dressed up as Haruhi which is hilarious because her voice actress is Haruhi I think in both dubs actually too both dubs there's two dubs well, in Japanese and in English oh okay that's why I'm like 
Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean there's two dubs? There's hundreds of dubs for like every anime, man. <laughs> when I hear dub, I always just imagine English dub. And then when I hear That's, sub, I think okay. of Japanese dialogue. You know what? That's completely fair. I get I get that point, but still. Uh, but really, that's all I had on Lucky Star. It's just a really cute and really funny show that I have finished about four times, but I would <laughs> I would still finish it four more times. I mean, it doesn't have to have a story. It's just like these characters are enjoyable and likable. Like, that's all you really need. Yeah, that's all I need, at least. I'm I'm a very yeah. simple man. If I enjoy my characters, I don't need a story. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Kyo, I think we're back on to you. I just want to add one okay. more thing. Uh, I started yeah, getting into it. the music of this series, and I really like it. The, the character themes are really cool, and I, I started yeah, I noticed that covering. I noticed that you recently dropped a dropped a cover for one of the songs. Yeah. So, and there's more to come. So, uh, just saying, or, or by the time you listen to this, may, maybe I dropped another one already. But like, uh, the music's cool. I want to I want to give credit to the. I don't know who made the music in this series, but I like the music in this series a lot. Oh yeah, music's really good. It's really nice, really cute. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, who uh, who's next? You, Keo. Me already? Damn. Yep, on one that oh, we okay. share. Oh, okay. Wait, on one that we share? Yeah. Oh crap! We have more overlay than I thought we did. Yeah, we like okay. I said, we have some. We don't have a lot, but we definitely have some. All right, we have like two more from me, I think. All right, let's that go. are overlaid. Okay, so my pick for number eight is Dragon Maid. Yay! I've not seen this one. <laughs> I, I'm. You won't. I won't watch. Prob- you legitimately will not, will not watch, watch this. You know what? I'm watching this series. I'm watching this after Killer Kill. I don't even care. I'm watching this. I don't care how many episodes. I'm watching this now. All right. It's cool. only twelve, but they do have another season. Coming Perfect. Out. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. All right. Joe, you want to dive in? <laughs> yeah, sure. Basically, it's got the. It's got a very simple premise. It's just about this dragon who comes to the human world is found by a drunk office lady who. Uh, takes a sword out of her and brings her home. And then that dragon wants to serve her because she saved her. And the one thing that the dragon wanted to be, if she could be anything else, was a maid. And that is the entire plot premise. And it runs with it with some really cute, some really uh, identifiable characters. They're all really nice, just people to be around like it's kind of got the same thing with Lucky Star. Like, if these characters are enjoyable, it doesn't matter what they're doing. They could do literally anything, and you have an enjoyable episode. There is, There are hints of a story that go through, like, episode to episode, but it really doesn't very carry a little, whole lot of very weight little. Until, like, until, like, the final episodes of it. Um, whereas you put Dragon Maid on number eight. This is actually number five for me. Just because of how much I actually do enjoy Toru and all the other dragons that come in. Because um, after Toru comes in, we run into other dragons uh, who are either A, trying to just find Toru, or B, they say they're worried about Toru, but really they just want to live the human life too. So Toru comes around, then Kana comes around looking for Toru and ends up just being essentially the adoptive daughter of the human who took Toru in. Then we have uh, Fafnir come in from an invitation from Toru, who just decides to live among the humans to just basically get over his hatred of them. Um, then we have another dragon, uh, Lukua, come in. Lukua just does what she wants, so really she didn't have an incentive to come to the human world. 
but she was summoned by a priest's son who was trying to summon a demon. So she thought it'd be safer if she came through the portal instead. And that's a running joke between all of them. And then finally, we have the dragon Elma come in who wants nothing more than to bring Toru home. Unless you have a tasty snack to offer her. (laughs) (laughs) So all these characters have like, I know I just listed the dragons and like nowhere, like none of the humans, even though humans do play a very prominent part to it. They're all so adorable, except Fafnir that just like you can't help but kind of feel a little bad until he gets like later on down the line. Um, it It's just filled with cute characters and cutesy moments. And it's honestly one that's just like really heartfelt and heartwarming more than anything else. There are some badass moments that happen just because, you know, these are dragons. They have powers. They can do <laughs> insane shit. But it it plays a really down part to uh, to just how cute these characters are. And that's why I love it so much. Uh, I don't I'm not going to watch this after all. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's cool. I, sh- I It sounds like a hot shot show, but this is like I, I, I haven't had enough to drink. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not that dirty. It's actually. And I'm not saying that in a dirty clean. sense. I'm saying that. In no, the, like, the no, cutesy, like, hot like shot sh- hot shot show. I know hot shot show. I know can usually mean dirty and usually that is what it means. But it also just means like extremely slice of life and easy going. Yeah. Jaden doesn't like to go easy. So, <laughs> bro, I like when people write people's names like in books and they die, bro. Breathe, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like seeing like gods of death dropping apples and stuff. I don't like. Dragons. Oh, that sounds so much more entertaining than somebody going to the grocery store. <laughs> that's about that's about what Jen likes. He likes the grocery store and nothing else in life. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, like this anime, like it just doesn't stick to me. It just doesn't. Nothing is like driving me to be like, oh, that's cool to check out. You know? Um, yeah. The previous no, ones it. you talked about. Yeah, uh, what was the other one that you said earlier that like was really interesting? Lucky Star. Lucky Star, but there was no one uh, other than that. R- Rosario Vampire. That was yeah. cool. Oh yeah, that's right. So, like, like I, I might, feel like you might get into. Yeah, I feel like this anime isn't in the scope of uh, the slice of life that I enjoy. This one's like what? That's the that's the reaction I get to it. But like once no, again, I get it. If I you enjoy it, that's it. awesome for you, bro. All right, is uh, that really that about it? We had on Dragon Maid. That's all I have. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Jane, J- you're Jane you contributed very little eight. to that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these aren't like necessarily uh, the, the the killer spots for me, but this num- this next one we're going to have a good conversation about. This is like, I know this one's like to cross the board on the podcast. Uh, this one um, is number eight for me. I believe it's also on uh, Hot Shots list, right? Yeah, this one. It's on mm-hmm. mine. It's, it's uh, number seven, actually, instead of number eight. But yeah, go for it. <laughs> my Hero Academia is my number eight pick. This one is like basically the marvel of anime. This one is has super relatable characters, amazing battles. Deku is so rootable. All Might is just pure awesomeness. I hate Bakugo with a passion. I mean, thank you. <laughs> you can't not like this anime though. I mean, like, the first few episodes where Deku doesn't have his power still and you see how badly he wants it. I was like, yo, Rockley's back, bro. Rockley's back. And his name's Deku. And I just really enjoy this anime so much <laughs> across the board. Like, whether it be the fights, the relationships between the characters, the plot, the villains have so much depth. The The animation is gorgeous. The music is just, it's superhero music. It's like superhero music on steroids plus ultra, bro. Like, 
Well, because I mean, it's because it's all superhero. It's very heavily comic. Um, even the way that like everything's delivered is very like mm-hmm. comic panels jumping off the page. Like there, there's no like pow or or uh, kapow like pop up words happening with every fight or anything. But the aesthetic is very comic. It feels like you're looking right in a vintage comic book, um, which is why I love it so much. It is it is in my number seven spot. But that's the thing. It's still on my list. It's still one of the greatest, Ever. one of the best animes I've seen. I like you. I and love all my. I cool, love Deku. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the cool thing Bakugo. about it is that it's recent also. Like it, it feels like an anime that came out a few like years ago. It feels like it it fits in with the the Shonen Jump style. Like it feels like it should have came out a few years ago. It feels like it belongs there like i mean it's been out for a bit though it's been out in 2014 we're going into 2020 we're in 2021 basically um seven years yeah but i mean i it it feels like it's it feels like it belongs like back in the 90s with like i feel uh, like like the 90s and 80s with like dragon claimed quickly acclaimed as loved you know what i mean like it's as big as those ones like this one could could have been part of the i feel i'm glad yeah, I'm that's glad what I'm, we, saying. I'm glad we waited for it though, because of like how aesthetically pleasing it is, especially to really big comic nerds. That again, you're watching it pop right off the comic, and you get all the comic tropes and everything else that uh, that this is going on. Like All Might is very obviously Superman. Um, Endeavor is kind of the attitude that a more angry, jealous Batman would have. <laughs> um, j- just because he's ranked like the number two hero, not anymore. Said, uh, All Might as a rival more than anything else. Like not not so much like Batman to Superman, not anymore. But it was for a time. Then like you have all these kids going to a school to learn their powers, and even learning or watching all that is is amazing. Like I love and, and the fact that like all the characters are like. Or that there's like a snowflake effect where like there's no two similar uh, powers or like there are I mean, on occasion, there are like families that have very similar powers, but like most characters aren't really copycats of each other. Like each one is almost is like just as unique as the other. Like there are some that are just like I haven't seen this power before or there's one that's just like not even comic books have done before. Like, uh, well, I'm trying to think of one of the uh, really interesting powers. Um, like I, I will, I will agree with uh, both of you. I hate Bakugo. I think Bakugo is one of the worst written characters in the world. Thank you. But <laughs> his his power is really fucking cool. Yeah. Like the, and, the and idea that his own the, sweat the is like nitro. Where... The fact that his sweat is nitroglycerin yeah. is such a fucking cool that's idea. That's actually that's actually another thing I love about Hero is. Their powers are literally an extension of themselves, like something that ultimately comes from them, like like an extension of their character. Right. Like where you have let's take let's take Spider-Man. He gets his powers Mm -hmm. from a radioactive spider bite and it just like mutates his DNA to have it. (laughs) Or if you take Superman, he gets his powers from basically photosynthesis, taking in the energy of the sun. And that's it. He just has powers now. But with the MHA characters, Bakugo comes from his sweat, something that he uniquely produces. Um, Mina's come from comes from uh, slime that she can produce. Momo comes from her own intelligence on like molecular levels of like the items that she's trying to create. It alt it uniquely comes from these characters instead of just like something that comes across to them. They're they're kind of like X Men in a way because it's. Uh, 
because X-Men are born with their powers, just don't always know about it yet or know how to control them. And right. that's honestly like the closest variable or closest parallel that I can come up with. You can see, uh, I mean, to me, like it, the, what really made me realize that was the Mike guy versus all my death battle. I was like, these characters are too similar and I've no- never noticed it before. And like I said, Rock Lee and, uh, and, uh, Deku, uh, not just in anime though, you know what I mean? Um, so I just really enjoyed the fact that we have kind of like a, a <laughs> resetting of the superhero genre in anime. And this, this is one of the yeah. best superhero animes ever, like bar none. I think it's one of the, or like, there's not very many that are like this mm-hmm. though. There's like not that many, uh, anime that borrow from like Marvel and DC, like from such an American source. Like we, we never think of it, but like manga and comics are not that different. The, the main difference between the two is that like manga has more of a, uh, broad spectrum. Like almost every single anime out there started as a manga, but not every animated series in America or comic book has been adapted that same way. It's a little weird that like in a country completely across from us that almost every like almost everything set to paper has been made into an animated series. Definitely. But what I, what I love that like the, what you I'm thinking now is that like my Hero Academia is that anime that's so powerful that to me it, it brought me to notice that manga and comic books aren't that different you know that's a powerful thing for an animator to do to make a a viewer realize this kind of stuff and the way it's written the way it's put together is so incredible because you just see like the growth of all these characters between the internships and the interest exams and the uh, league of villains and all the struggles they go through like you root for them and you want to see them succeed and i mean to me this what this anime does really well as well is that uh, the big epic moments with the music like it's very naruto-esque in that way you know what i mean when deku's like really in a pinch and he's fighting his heart out man bro it's so good. Like, the music, just everything put together. You're, you feel like you're in there. You're like, come on, Deku! Like, I'm rooting for a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's what good shows will do to you. Of course you're going to shout at your screen like, we got to do this. Come on, go, go. Get go, back go. here, hot shot. Now we can finally talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hell. It brings... <laughs> it, it kind of, Like I said, I think it, it feels like... Uh, it feels like lost media almost. It feels like it came out in the 90s, but it's like better. It, it feels like something that is truly shown in. It feels like a fully realized like, shown in series. Have I think we, we have I, just I'm about happy everything with that. on Hero or do we have some I more I think everything on that? that we can talk about. Yeah. All right. Uh, so next up, this is actually uh, so next up is my number eight spot. Um and it's one that I still haven't finished, but it's one that I restarted and watched all but a quarter of it in like one night. Um, Assassination Classroom. And this is one that, Kyo, you actually showed to me first. Oh, I did? Yeah. I oh. I knew about Kokoro Sensei uh, because of J-Stars, but I never <laughs> actually watched any of his show or knew exactly where he was coming from. So when you Mm. showed me the actual show, I immediately fell in love with it because Assassination Classroom is it's super exaggerated, which, like I said, is something I adore. There's not really a supernatural, but like a like a higher power kind of it's entity. It it leans on sci fi. It leans on sci fi, but it is a little bit fantasy just 
because of how yeah. weird it gets. Like sci- sci-fi fantasy, highly exaggerated, extremely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and and especially when they're uh, when their teacher, Koko Sensei, is like so actually heartwarming and actually means well to the kids that he's teaching instead of just like being a total dick. Like you're trying to kill me, so I'm not going to like you more. No, he goes into this with. I'm going to leave what by the time you kill me, I'm going to have left you with a life better than you had. And you're going to believe in yourself more than you ever have. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, I almost don't want to kill you now. But if I don't, you're going to blow up the moon. All right. I guess you (laughs) still got to die. No, no, no. He blew up the moon to show like how powerful he was. He says he's going to destroy Earth. Yeah, like half a a chunk of the moon and a. It's Koro Sensei. I'm sorry. I, I know he's character Kokoro? names. I can't hear Kokoro Sensei. That, 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 oh, my <laughs> bad. I know, I know it's Koro The whole time. I, I was like, no, no, that's not it. Kokoro. That's not it. That's not it. No, all good. All good. But it's it's just, it's one that yeah, I really, stress. really this adore. It's is amazing. hilarious, especially with the fact that, like, there are different assassination techniques or different characters that come in, like, trying to teach them different assassination techniques. The adults always treat it as okay, this guy has to die. They never get the relationship between uh, Koro-sensei and the students, except for uh, Yelovich and, um, ah, frick, uh, the other CIA agent who's there with them. I can't remember his name. Um, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen this anime in forever, um, but I finished it. Um, yeah. The characters are hilarious, too. Like, the, the whole classroom... Have you have you seen the episode where they introduced like that the the yeah, new yeah, student I, where it's like a like a it's I like a yeah. fucking adore basically. her she's so cute yeah, yeah, I, I love her <laughs> it's hilarious like the whole time it's like okay okay next lesson <laughs> just like shooting all these bullets well, yeah, at him because oh my god when she was first introduced she was introduced just as a weapon or she was hacked into to just be the weapon instead of just a student before a core sensei actually took the time to treat her as a student and reprogrammed her to be said student. And it was just ever since then, it's been highly adorable because uh, when she was, I believe, just whisked away, she was still on everybody's phone because core sensei like updated her to a cloud or something so that only the students could talk to her. And it's, Yes. Like, hell, even just, like, as far as Koro-sensei goes to, like, keep his students happy, even a fucking AI is uh, so unbelievably cool and so unbelievably adorable to me. I, I love it so much. Actually, I... actually, that brings up... Uh, sorry to cut you off. One of my one of my favorite exchanges is the, uh, is the drill sergeant who comes in and uh, wants to... or treats the kids like he's basically the dad of the group. Before it's revealed that like he's a heavy abuser and like whips his uh, like who he's in charge of and basically abuses them into shape until he gets put in his fucking place, not once, but twice by the same student. And I fucking adore it because it's like, yeah, fucking eat shit. I just wanted to add that like, um, I I mean, I can't talk about the ending a little bit or not. Okay. No, it's just the ending got to me. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Um. That's the thing, though, Hotshot. Like, you should put animes that you finished on your list because this is like I really want to. I really want to talk about this, but like, ugh. I mean, I, I mean, I, under, I do understand that, and I do understand Assassination Classroom has been out for a few years at this point and done for a few years. Hell, I even watched the, uh, um, the Koro Sensei Quest spinoff series, so I know some of the twists. I don't know the actual ending, but I know some of the twists. 
I mean, you don't have I st- to. I, I mean, you don't have to finish that in order to see the spinoff show. It's like Rock Lee and his Ninja Pals. It doesn't have a connection to the original show. Some of the connections are actually there in the real show, though. Is the thing. That's that's fair, but it's not as important as like as the other one. Like, it's not nearly a story based. You'd be surprised. <laughs> mm, not really, but, though. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> but really, yeah, that's that's about all I had on Assassination Classroom. But it definitely deserves to still be on at least one of our lists. So I, it's on mine. You got to finish it this year. and We have to do a podcast about it. Like, actually, because this is like. But all I want to say is that like this anime has been out for like for a bit. Like, I, I feel like it came out like I watched it like in 2016 or 2017, uh, right when it was ending. And uh, just the all the attempts to murder Koro Sensei are like what make this uh, show so amazing. Whatever he's like trying, he could be eating. You never know. Someone might be trying to stab him. He might be like flying across the, the, the planet to go. What was he would go to a different country on his lunch breaks. That's how fast he was. Like so many ridiculous. But hilarious things and like just the way they teach these uh students to become assassins and like the stupidity of this anime i just love it it's super comedic in that sense and i and i really enjoy it uh sekyo ron you're number seven and my number seven is exactly the same as Giant's number seven why are you stealing my pick like that i want to go first we, i didn't steal nobody's and we just, pick and we just <laughs> talked about my number seven so this will be short <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah so take it away yeah so our uh our pick for number seven is well i'm surprised nobody saw this coming naruto what i never heard of this show what is is it about it's it's the it's the guy with the dual disc right this is a show about ninjas apparently this is ninja pirates ninja what (laughs) what are you talking about one piece and naruto are the same show it's just ninjas and pirates let's not lose the lead though let's not lose the lead let's let's get into naruto though because i really (laughs) i love this show so much this is like an introduction to anime in a sense that like brought me back in you know what i'm saying like Brock Lee versus gara uh the character naruto himself like i the reason why we started this podcast kyo like this is all yeah it's our first our first episode was naruto and it was like that's where we all found common ground and like we started working on Naruto Bridge mm-hmm. back in the day together. Mm-hmm. Like Naruto in a way is part of the reason why this podcast exists and that's why it's on our list for one. Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, there's just the fact that we love Naruto so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, Naruto is that show that literally popularized anime alongside Dragon Ball. Like everyone knows about Naruto. Like Area 51. Yeah, Nar- I bro, think uh, now we're running I, I would like say that Naruto is probably the second generation for like Dragon Ball. Like it's it's kind of like the next step for Dragon it, it was like the next step for the next generation of like anime lovers. Mhm. Mhm. And it's still going on with Boruto and everything. Like what are some like Oh yeah. What what do you love the most about this? And series? so is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball's still going. Uh I mean Super Dragon Ball Heroes is still going. The manga is still going. Yeah, yeah. But like favorite moments from Naruto. Like, what? Why is it so? Why is it like number seven for you? Well, uh, like Austin, do you want to throw any like or any of your thoughts in here, real quick? I mean, Naruto is one of, if not the anime that I grew up with. So I have a really, really special place in my heart for it. Unfortunately, I just came across more in my life later on down the road that just ever so slightly bumped it out. So honestly, Naruto for me might be in the 11 or 12 spot. It just like it's still there. It just ever so slightly got bummed out. 
um, it still holds that that special place for me. It's one of the connections that not just uh, introduced Jaden to us and like brought him into like our circle of friends, but it's one that on ultimately connected us once you started actually watching Naruto more and I started diving more into Sonic and we started getting more along. So oh, yeah. it's it means more to us than just being a show. It's a lifestyle. So honestly, if if we were rating it on like that, it would be a lot mm-hmm. higher, I feel like, for everybody. But just on a show, I can see where it is. Yeah, like, I just, like, loved the battles of Naruto. I want to talk about the battles a little bit. Like, who who can forget Naruto versus Pain? Oh, uh, yeah. Naruto versus insert whatever character. It's a good fight. It's a great fight. Lee versus, yes. Lee versus Gara. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I would say, like, all the Naruto battles are the best. Like, I would say, like, probably one of the weakest battles for Naruto is probably the... Uh, uh, Naruto versus date or versus the Akatsuki when uh like in Shippuden when that first starts because he doesn't really fight anybody right uh wait uh, there was Naruto there's who was it it was a uh, Sakura and uh, well that Deira it was Datara and Sasori yeah Datara and Sasori yeah because that yeah that went more right, towards right, right. like uh Sakura and Chio and Kakashi I just like in my opinion just l- not to get too lost down the the battle rabbit hole Naruto has this thing where. You, once again, his growth and how he, right. uh, how he is now Hokage, how he was like uh, pushed aside and and uh, ridiculed and made fun of, and like the burden of the Nine Tails and everything, and seeing him grow that the Sasuke retrieval arc, uh, seeing him throughout Shippuden, uh, like everything about Naruto was just a beautiful, beautiful story. There's just so many amazing moments that you, I'll never, be, I'll never forget, like. His fight versus Sasuke. I love it. Naruto! Sasuke! Come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's pretty much it's pretty much the same thing. And like I think that's part of like where Akira mm-hmm. influenced like just about everything, like, especially for Shonen. As did Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball definitely like is a big part of why Naruto itself exists because like Austin, you remember like the the original like one shot manga that uh, Kishimoto made originally, right? Like the uh, essentially the prequel to Naruto. Yeah, it, it was ba- or it was the uh, the original the pilot, pilot manga. <laughs> yeah, well, like beforehand, it was like Naruto could transform in, into like just about anything. It was super like Journey to the West, like almost as much as Dragon Ball. Like it was extra fantasy. Uh, like extra Japanese fantasy. I especially liked um, the fact that he always turned into like a mini nine tails, like the yeah. nine tails, <laughs> like he could be a nine tails bat or a bird, or he could be like just a regular little nine tails fish or something like that. I don't know. Like he could transform a lot, but like, I like the way that Naruto ended up being because if it was the way that it uh, had been originally, I don't think it would be as popular because it has more of that Dragon yeah. Ball taste to it. How do you mean exactly? I, I mean that like the way that it came out, like the way that we know Naruto. The action is what you're saying? Okay. Like it has the like the energy beams. No, it definitely is action oriented and I love the action like it has I, I more think of that's that. the biggest draw for it yeah, it's in my opinion action is oriented. the battles like the reason why i love this show is cuz i walked in on rockley doing whatever he does with those gates and punching mm-hmm. however he punches that sand guy and i was like yes i want to watch this every friday night and then for like 3 years straight every friday night naruto 8:30 naruto 8:30 <laughs> ytv yo if you know what i'm talking about you had a good life um in all seriousness <laughs> like this 
anime just is beyond powerful, beyond amazing. Everything it has, yeah. and I mean, I guess it's, <laughs> there's a lot of nostalgia sta- attached to this. Seeing everything that this anime goes through and all the characters it has the largest like, character base I can think of, you know? It's almost like The Simpsons. It's like The Simpsons of, of anime in that sense. There's so many Naruto characters, and there's still more in Boruto. Um, to me, those characters, they're all just... They all have that particular yeah. backstory about themselves. I know Naruto's <laughs> criticized for the flashbacks, but I understand with s- how rich the story is, you're going to need some some flashbacks because why is this guy worth talking about? Boom, flashback. You know what I mean? So, admittedly, admittedly the flashbacks are very frequent, but I think they're kind of in, they're kind of important in terms of like developing your character and like I think that they could do I I think that some of the episodes that they do later in Shippuden like where they show uh, the Naruto characters as kids and like how they were and like how they kind of like grew into who they are like in the later show. Um, but like, I'll admit like the, the flashbacks need to calm the fuck down. Really good. It's another <laughs> solid pick in my opinion. So let's go. Hasha, we're going to your number six, right? Cause yeah, we did number seven for <laughs> Kyo and I, right? Is that correct? Um, I, so in terms of that, when it would come around, we would just skip my number seven since my number seven was MHA. And then we would just uh, continue down the line as normal. So we'd actually go to Kyo's number six. This one's a cool one. Okay. Which happens to be Austin's number six. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> this one's going for a while. <laughs> hey, we're almost so, halfway through. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, or actually, I think we would be halfway through because we took out like two or three picks from each other. <laughs> All right. What is our number six, Kyo? Our number six is Panty and Stocking. Panty, Stocking, Panty, 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 Stocking. (laughs) So if you guys don't know, Panty and Stocking is the story of two fallen angels uh, living in D-City who are trying to get their way back into heaven by eliminating the demon problem. Each killed demon gives them uh, demon coin or heaven coins that they can use to buy their way back into heaven through redemption. And they are the... How does one put this? <laughs> they are the most non-angel angels in the world. There you go. <laughs> like, Where, it's a wonder how they were ever angels at one point. <laughs> one angel, Panny, is trying to bone literally everyone that lives and breathes in D-City, just trying to climb up onto them or have them climb up onto her. And Stalking is kind of a glutton when it comes to sweets and uh, and and things like that. I didn't have another uh, another translation for stalking, but she's she both... is very much just just gluttony, and yeah. the other one is just lust. <laughs> and they use their panties and stockings to fight. Panty uses her panties to turn into a gun, and stocking uses her stockings to turn into swords. It's kind this of amazing. Anime makes no sense to me. This anime is so like it's like so wacky. It's so wacky, man. It's very That's like what I take away from it. It's very, very uh, American based. Like that. That's what Japan got the idea from. Where uh, it actually doesn't have a manga. It's completely original. Yeah, and uh, Kyo, help me out here. It's American influenced, right? Or yeah, okay. That's what I was trying to say. Not based. I don't know what I was thinking there. It actually so like the show actually exists because of the cartoon drawn together. The uh, some guys from Studio Trigger were in America in a hotel room and they were getting wasted completely. (laughs) And the show drawn together happened to be on screen and they're like, hey, we should do something like that. (laughs) 
And that's literally how it came about. Like, I don't know how they got the rest of their idea. The, all that all we know is that it came from a hotel room in America and they were watching it, uh, Comedy Central. Which I like drawn together fine, but I love Penny and Stocking. <laughs> oh, Penny and Stocking is way better by far. <laughs> Especially um, so with me, I love it when a show goes balls to the walls insane. Like it doesn't um, like shy away from what exactly is going on. Like the first episode, they're fighting a giant shit monster from the sewer and they actually just call it a shit monster <laughs> instead of like, it's a dookie creature. No, it's a shit monster. This isn't going to be good. Yeah. And it's just like, it's to the point. It's it's insane with all its with all its antics and everything it does, especially uh, towards the end with Panty essentially um, being kept down on Earth because of her lust and gets re-virginized. It's a very, very weird. I really feel like I need like a hotshot show, like sound alert. Like the following <laughs> is a hotshot show. Please be warned. You know, like at this point, man. But like I, at the same time, I feel like this one is like what your your regular hotshot show is like, but to the umph degree because of the comedy. Like it's yeah. Well, it's, like the th- the thing is that hilarious. like this is this is more based in comedy. It's more so based in like just having fun. It's not so much about like the lewdness of it. Like the it's just kind of uh despite the fact that Panny jumps in bed whenever she's in frame. <laughs> yeah. I mean not not exactly, but she yeah. pretty much does. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, like one of the episodes op- uh, I'll admit one of the episodes opens up with her like losing her panties and she has to get it back because it's also her gun. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's that's totally fair. And especially when we uh, when we run into the demon sisters who they also use their stockings and their panties to fight where Scanty uses her panties to turn into like twi- uh, twin magnums or twin six shooters. Uh, knee socks uses her. Well, her knee socks to turn into sides. So it's like a slight deviation from the actual angel weapons, but it's still very clearly meaning the same thing. Well, uh, Scanty is uh, Panty's opposite, and she also has a pair of pistols. Right, but knee socks being knee socks is the opposite to stocking, but has sights in place of a sword in place of swords. Which they're both bladed weapons, and they couldn't come what up would you with ra- like. What would you I'm rather knee socks could- knee socks user knee socks in order to become a shield? No, that's not going to cut it. Now, I was just saying that like there there wasn't like really a way to make uh, Scanty's weapons into something that's like the opposite of a pistol other than like maybe a Gatling gun. But how much fun could you possibly have with that? You want to have like a six shoot or like a, a shooter fight out basically. or a shotgun. Eh. Wait, no, we there, get that later on down the line, too. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. When she uses uh, when she uses briefs, briefs. Oh, it turns that? into a shotgun. I, you know what? I'm just gonna have There's to go a, back and watch the show again. That I was like in it. the naked. That was. <laughs> I don't know why, race. but when you said brief, oh, for some reason, I just right. thought of like Bulma and like the brief family from Dragon Ball. Like that's how like. That's well, fair. there is a character named Brief. <laughs> but, so <laughs> show, what I'm re- like, I just reiterating the fact that you can really see how based in comedy it is. You know, like how cartoony and I mean, obviously the the jokes yeah. are probably are, are are very like I don't know if this is the right word for it, but like. There's like vulgarity in those jokes, you know. They they don't care. Oh, yeah. Like I feel like it's a big South like South Park. Yeah, I mean, they, you know what I mean? they care. Like they, it's a bit they of they just care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, but they don't. Laugh. They care like, in a different way. They, yeah, 
They care in a way that I enjoy. You don't have to enjoy it, oh, but man. I enjoy it's it. A, it. It's a comedic pick, and I understand. I understand why this one is higher than, let's say, uh, I don't know. I I understand why this one is higher than like Lucky Star, or I don't understand why this one's higher than uh than uh what I was gonna say My Hero. Yeah, yeah, like but- it, this is one that uh, this is another show that Austin and I bonded over. Like I introduced this to Austin and it's been like one of his favorites ever since like we went through the whole thing. I bought the DVD and when I or like I came over to Austin's place, we had the place to ourselves and we just blazed through the whole show. And Austin was like, I absolutely love this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all we had on painting and stalking kill? Yeah, I think so. Like, just OK. It's really weird. It's very much like it's one of those shows that's like extra like Japan trying to do America like American animation. And it has that anime flavor to it. And I think the the fact that it's so American is what makes it appeal to such a wide audience. Yeah. Which I'm happy to be part of that wide audience. Yeah. It also has that like extra added feature that Cowboy Bebop has where the dub is actually liked more than the sub. I mean, if it's if it's American influence, it makes sense. Like, I don't want to bring that into it, but really, yeah, it's kind of brought into it itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So but yeah, I think that's I think that's all we have on on painting and stocking. Giant needs all to watch had. it, but he may not. <laughs> all right, guys. Just so you know, uh, I have still six picks left. Hotshot has four, three. and Keo has. Uh, uh, oh wait, no, four. Yeah, no, three. Yeah, I still four. Have four no, sorry. Four. So Kyo still has four, so I'm gonna do my next picks back to back just so we're evened out like that. Uh, we can still keep the cycle going. So this is my number six pick. Uh, it's an anime that is collectively loved by everyone on this podcast for sure. It's another one of these recent ones uh, in the superhero genre that like revolutionized the anime uh, in the 2010s, in my opinion. Uh, I'm talking about One Punch Man, One the punch! the guy who could defeat yes, the guy who could defeat anyone in a single punch. Like, when I first heard about this anime, I was very confused. I was like, that's just such a ridiculous... Like, who? why would you watch this? Like, I think the guy's always going to win. That's going to be boring. But the way they, like, crafted Saitama in this very, like, oh, he has amazing epic powers. And everyone's like, yeah, but that's boring because I defeat anyone in a single punch. There's so many hilarious moments in season one. Season two is... Just as good, if not even better. I loved season two so much, like uh, the introductions of new of new villains and seeing old faces come back. I just really enjoyed the comedy of this anime. How they took such a gr- such a simple concept, but like maximize it to the umph degree seeing Saitama go up against these super mega powerful Super Saiyan three looking guys, and he's like simple punch, and then they just explode and die, and they're like, ultimate turbo maximum cannon blast attack, and they shoot that at him, and he's like, dodge. Like, it's so stupidly hilarious. Like, I just love, like, this is one of those animes where, like, I don't need to think. This one, like, I turn my brain off for One Punch Man. You know what I mean? Like, this is the proof that, like, I'm not, like, this, like, crazy, if I'm not thinking the whole time, I'm not enjoying myself. Like, this one is, like, so much more uh, comedy and action-based than anything else that I've watched. So, in my opinion, uh, One Punch Man is just one of the best animes that came out in this, these last few years. I was really battling with myself, to be honest, between One Punch and Hero Academia to put on my list, because I love them about the same um, it was just the fact that whenever I think superheroes, I think of the ultimate like head to head fight, like hero versus villain instead of just the one punch. So this was like the one time that an actual uh, 
story structure and actual like battle and everything won over comedy for me, but I still fucking adore this show. <laughs> I just haven't watched season two yet, but from what we have seen in season one, because we have finished it, I or see, we finished season one, that is to say. I adore Saitama. I adore Janos. I kind of like Sonic. I don't really know how to fall on Sonic, to be honest. I love Austin. Austin has some mixed feelings because he thought Sonic was a female character before I started (laughs) watching the show. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, the posters that they do for Sonic are so fucking. I don't have the right word to use here. I just. I just want to go back to uh, Austin's bi-curious nature is like poking out there a little bit. <laughs> Apparently more than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> I wanted to say, uh, what was that? Carnage Kabuto. The fight against Carnage Kabuto will forever be one of my favorite fights in anime. Uh, For a yeah. whole week on a rampage, that means today's bargain bar- day at the grocery market. Just punches Carnage Kabuto. The scientist <laughs> is like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> oh. I still love the fight with the uh, uh, with the fish. King. Oh my god, yes! Because like <laughs> all these heroes get utterly wrecked fighting this guy. Even uh, by by this man, I can't remember his name. Mo- Moon Knight Rider. Even Midnight Rider, uh, Rider comes yeah. in. One of the lowest ranked heroes, but he still stands up for for what's right because you know he's a hero. That's what he does, and he gets absolutely wrecked. And Saitama just shows nothing but respect for the guy because. Honestly, yeah, that's what he res- what he deserves for that. And and for Saitama to just like, OK, you're done. And even f- uh, when all the citizens see this, like, why are we paying for the heroes when this guy can solve it in one punch? The way that he stomps down or the way that he steps down, just like cheers on the other heroes and making himself the target. It's just like he knows more being a hero than just one punching a guy. <laughs> literally, though, literally, Um uh- well, I thought wasn't the wasn't the whole thing that he was like always coming in at the last minute. So like everybody thought that uh, the characters were already softened up and that. That's he what was he said at the end. He said like, oh, thank God. Second to yeah, get all the that, glory because of the target he made for himself. That's that's the pedestal he put himself on. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like the, didn't do anything. I'm talking I'm talking about like the, the public perception of him. Yeah, like, not everybody until thinks he that made that the, not until he made that point. Because as far as they knew, this guy was just like one hitting the rest of the heroes. And then when a hero finally gets that one hit in, they saw him take him down in one hit. So they all just started deciding why are we cheering on the other heroes when we can just have this guy. He put himself on the pedestal. It's like, I didn't really do much. Everyone else wore him down. I just finished him off so I can have the glory. Oh, Oh, dude, I love this anime. I love this anime. I I think I, I love how uh, I love how like Saitama is so like open to everybody else being stronger than him because he not only does he want the fight, but he also respects like I love how he respects Moon Knight Rider so much, even though like he is the weakest character. It's so it's so sweet just to see like the strongest character in the world, like just be like, yeah, good job, buddy. Like you didn't do you didn't do much, but I respect you for how hard job, you tried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like good job, buddy. I'll I'll take it from here. You just have yourself a rest, have a yeah. lay down. <laughs> it, it's kind of, it's kind of like the Goku complex that where like Goku is is this is quote unquote the strongest character, but like and like everybody always waits for him to get there, but Saitama is just like 
I wanted to give you guys a fair shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's what I liked about the Deep Sea King arc is just the fact that Saitama wasn't there for the game. Like the, the alien invasion, he's there and he starts like destroying the spaceship very quickly. Yeah. Um, the first episode, he takes out the uh, the villain in a, in a single second. Um, you know, I mean, Speed of Sound Sonic takes care of that. Takes care of that. So it w- that was what I appreciate about that arc. Uh, I'd like to go into season two, but I understand that... Uh, not yet, but we will at some point. Um, so let's uh, let's go to uh, Attack on Titan as my yeah. fifth. I kind of jumped the gun. Okay. Yeah, screw it. Yes. Number five for me is Attack on Titan. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll go to Kios and all then we'll be all, all set. Right, Attack on Titan it is. Yeah. Go for uh, it. This is like another epic, 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 epic anime in my opinion. It's another one of those uh, recent ones that came out in the 2010s that, I mean, how could you not root for Eren and hate Titans after seeing the first episode of Attack on Titan when his mother gets absolutely devoured by that horrible Titan and the way the story is constructed and season four is currently airing as we are recording this and I'm watching it subbed. It's so good. And it's... Every episode is a cliffhanger, and I'm like, "Oh my god, no way! That's that's that! I can't believe that's that!" I, like, it's crazy, and like realizing more and more things throughout, like where there's not just Aaron as the only human uh, who can go, who can become a Titan, uh, and realizing uh, the blurred line between humans and Titans as we go, and how that gets more complicated. The battle scenes are absolutely fantastic in Attack on Titan. We talked about the music in Attack on Titan. Uh, a few episodes ago how just orchestrally epic and large and vast it is and how i how i enjoy it for that reason because the music like just represents the beings that are titans these huge creatures that just kill constantly man like i just i don't know about you guys i don't understand how this one isn't on either of your lists this one to me is just like it's another super solid pick is it not i'm saying i'm surprised to fred not being on your list though I because think of how it's solid, solid pick. It is. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I love. Well, I mean, it it is a solid pick, but at the same time, for me at least, Attack on Titan is still one of the very, very heavy story based animes, and the anime itself I do like and I love. And like Kyo said earlier, I am a bit of a gore hound, so I love how bloody the fights can get. Um, it's just the fact that for me at least, I love the games a lot more than I actually love the show. The, the games actually do go through the entirety of the show. There was even a DLC that was released for the final season um, to actually play. Through That's it. another thing. Austin, Austin has a tendency yeah, to yeah. just like if the game covers the story, then he'll he'll just play the game. Because I, I enjoy being part of that universe more than just sitting down and watching it. I mean, I know it's a very personal thing, but that's just how I stand on it. Like, I'd, I, I don't I don't know. I know it's a story about, like, bleak hopelessness about humanity trying to take back like, the world. I agree. But at the same time, I can only take so much. I agree with that. But, like, that's what makes it so fantastic to me is because of how horrible the circumstances are and how little these guys have to fight against the Titans and how they're able to, like, develop new strategies, new equipment, uh, train new soldiers, go out and like on wars. And you can just feel the force that is the humans trying to fight back these beings. And uh, to me, like, season three, part two was just one of those seasons that just, man, that fight, it just... The, the the first part of that season really takes part uh, in this, like, ultimate clash between the humans and the titans and you can really see what they're going through and what they want to accomplish and how the strategies they implement how they they fight against the titans that have their own strategies and it's just 
it's very stimulating on a action and like intellectual level because like the story is so thick with information and these characters in the backgrounds and what they go through. And the other thing that I like about Attack on Titan is that like because characters get killed off pretty uh, a lot, a lot of characters get killed off in Attack on Titan. There's always new characters that get introduced. So to me, it's a way to keep the show the cast fresh. I mean, I mean, yeah, you're you're not wrong. It's just always that same atmosphere to me is 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 really the main reason i austin still- austin is not a fan austin's not a fan of like bleak atmospheres like if there's uh like a feeling of hopelessness like that kind of it kind of weighs on austin a little bit like he has austin seems to have like kind of an empathetic uh mindset like if he sees somebody like in a rough situation and like there's no uh like there's no clear like light of day there. Nine times, nine times out of ten, you're right, Kyo. You're you're absolutely right on that. But I mean, there are some I like. Like I love Daganronpa, and Daganronpa is filled with. It's literally the entire premise is hope versus despair. Where yeah, but it's just not. It's, it's not nearly worse. as. I I wouldn't say that like Daganronpa is nearly is as, as bleak. is as bleak as Attack on Titan. No, you're right. Like you don't realize the bleakness until you get later on into the into the series. Yeah, which. I, I mean, Kyo, Kyo basically some some my uh, my view on it, right? Just right, right. I can right. only take so much hopelessness before I'm I understand like, that. Now I'm just getting depressed. I don't even want to see you guys get through this. You're just upsetting me. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, that that's the only reason that it's not on there. That and the games yeah. are a fuck ton of fun. I love taking <laughs> down the Titans myself. Like, yes, Aaron, just go mope and whine about taking down titans over there while i kill exactly all right let's uh let's go to uh kill's uh, n- number uh, five pick i ha- i haven't said any i haven't said any thoughts about oh sorry sorry go ahead Kiel. yeah jesus trying to no get i thought he here? said his thoughts earlier when he was <laughs> when we were discussing i thought he didn't have anything else to say but please go ahead no there's no rush literally take your time like i i didn't say or i didn't say like the the reason why it's not oh on my fair list, enough what actually. yeah dude yeah you like yeah. it more than hotshot right Eh, not not really. <laughs> you like more than Hotshot, right? Eh. Okay, then let's go to your pick then. <laughs> the for me, I I like it okay. I went through the first season and then uh, I was like, okay, I finished it. I think it's at a perfectly fine like end point. Like if I stopped there and I have, I'm totally okay with how it ended. Like I was like, all right, that was fun, kind of, but. Uh, for me, like I didn't see much reason for it to continue. Like I, I get the there. I don't know where the story's going now, so I'm not that curious. But like just the other day, my curiosity for it was kind of uh, my interest in it peaked because I saw there's another character who uses guns and he's also really and he's related to Levi. So like that thought of like a gunslinger character in a in that fantasy world is really interesting to me so i actually might pick it back up but like my main gripe with uh my main gripe with uh attack on titan is the fact that like aaron is a really boring character and uh like i kind of wish that the uh the greek roots of the show was a little bit more apparent like that there were more than just the titans I think the Titans are really good foils, but I wish that there was like more like that. We saw more of the world like in the first season. I mean, like, do they do they explore more of the 
uh, the country that they live in. Later. Oh my gosh, it's it's like yes, like there's so much more. Like, but the only if, monsters if I mean, are I'm titans, give... though. Yeah. What? Pardon me. But the only monsters are just the titans, though, right? I mean, you could argue that the humans are the monsters too. You really? Well, yeah. I mean, I get. I, I I understand that point of view also. That that's a little interesting, I guess. I mean, like, there's. I mean, I don't know. Like, that doesn't quite interest me nearly as much as like the monster factor. No, I understand. But the one thing I did want to say, like, this is a mini spoiler, but like, it really is. They go yeah, to yeah, a go point where it. they they see the ocean for the very first time. That's how far out they travel. You see what I mean? Oh. Like, they really go hmm. on these crazy expeditions, okay. and I feel like um, Attack on Titan is like a like a. A reverse pyramid like you start kind of like thin and it bronze out from season to season like season four is so we're so deep into the story at this point that like things that were mixed up in season three that got mixed up in season two are even more mixed up but it's like so interesting to me to like unravel and understand oh my god that's why an episode blah 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 this happened whoa you know what i mean that's what i really enjoy about it it, it kind of has that quality from like a uh, from like a CW or an AMC like live action show um, where there's always like a cliffhanger or there's a lingering storyline between like four episodes or something like that. Like that's not a bad quality to have, but for me personally, it didn't like keep me interested the whole series. Like, cause I actually started it when it got big and popular and everybody was talking about it. I think it's a little overblown, Personally, like I think the or that it's like one of the best anime ever made. I don't disagree with it being well animated or being or having an interesting story. Yes, I remember you saying that it is. I understand why you say that because it's so big and large. But to me, the hype, it's worth it because like like you haven't seen those other those seasons, right? You haven't, right? Well, I mean, like even when the first season came out, everybody was hyping it up as like one of the best anime ever made. I think it was a good like way of like getting people back into anime, but I don't think it's I don't think it's better than like Hero Academia. I think Hero Academia has some better writing. I think my main gripe is just that I don't think Aaron is a very good or interesting character. I think that he's just kind of written as like a revenge character. And mainly when I think of a, of a revenge character, I think of that as like a secondary character, usually like maybe just because like Sasuke is like kind of ruined that idea for me. But uh, he, he doesn't quite grab me like Naruto or Mikasa. I think Mikasa is a better character, honestly. I, I heavily disagree, but I understand that like. Mm-hmm. That's fa- that's fair, man. Like I, I he just doesn't like I just don't gravitate towards Aaron because I think that he doesn't or like there's not enough definition right. there for me. But like regardless, what I was trying to say is that Attack of Titan to me just really put anime on the map and you have to respect that. You have to appreciate it for that, too. So just in general, I understand that the popularity might be like a bit of an overhyped thing for it but at the same time i i feel like it, it's it's earned that like that that hype is not overhyped for me that hype is like makes a complete sense due to how great the show is i like i said i don't think it's a bad show i think that i just think that uh aaron is not i i think the main character being interesting is just as important as right. the rest of the the world being interesting i i think there i just think that there was no hook for me personally like i might go back into it because of the new information i've been seeing but 
that that was just my initial thoughts. My my thoughts will probably change if let's, I watch uh, let's more go to kill a kill. I think is there anything else that you guys wanted to say? But uh, to me, like I feel like I'm, I'm kind of repeating myself a little bit here. All I, right, I didn't let's really go. have anything else on uh, Titan now. <laughs> yeah, you got you guys got a fair deal. I think you guys got a fair deal in on there. I think yeah. I, I think I just added like a another. 10 All right, I'm currently to the, watching this pick, guys. So <laughs> I'm gonna have some thoughts to share for this one for sure. So your number five kill. My number five is one of my favorite action series, uh, Kill a Kill. And Austin has watched a, a few episodes of this. He hasn't finished it either, so. I've, I've played through the game of it. <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. Yeah, so you the, the show's been spoiled for you. You you know how it ends now. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess Which, we can, I mean, I guess I mean, we can not, go not into a little bit of spoiler, but we don't want to spoil it. I've seen up to episode yet. five, if that gives yeah, you an idea. that's fair. So we that's can't not, really that's not say very anything. <laughs> so we can't like reveal like the the last couple the episodes, basically. Yeah. yeah, I think that's totally fair. All right, go ahead. But yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and just explain what that's all about. Kill a Kill is about a is very much a revenge. It is a revenge story, but it builds and builds up, and it has sort of a underlying like uh, message of like vanity. But the the underlying message doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's kind of just there to have some cool action and a fair deal of fan service, which is not which obviously for me and Austin is not a problem. We run Ponsu cast. You guys know what we're about. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a very uh, action fan service focused series. And it's it has a lot of unique imagery, like, for example, the transformation is very much like obviously Sailor Moon inspired, but it's taken to a net to another level by being a little bit risque. Sailor Moon vibes when she put on like what's up Silver Moon coming out in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) That's a new series. (laughs) That's long after Sailor Moon Crystal, the one that everybody seemed to hate. But yeah, that's uh, that's the plot synopsis. That's the series that has the I mean, character with the extra the extra skimpy outfit with the giant red scissor blade, which we all love, and that's a problem. <laughs> this character's got a big, big, big chip on her on their shoulder, and they want revenge right away. And you can see there's a drive to 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 them, and that's what I really liked because I just saw okay. This is like three-dimensional character from the beginning. Uh, this was introduced to me as kind of as a, a hot shot show. And I was like, okay, well, let's see. And first episode, I was like, okay, this is cool. I like this. And I, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. The other classmates are kind of kind of dull here and there. Teachers are kind of just random. But like the main character is like the spotlight for me. And that's why I keep watching every single episode and want to watch more for sure. I think the better characters are mainly like the... Uh, our Ryuko's best friend and the uh, Mako. <laughs> yeah, Ma- Ma- Mako is amazing. I love Mako. No, Mako I do too. Hilarious. I do too. I'm just like <laughs> she's a better character than Ryuko. Really? No. What? No. I was saying like the uh, like when he was saying like the classmate characters. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, like the uh, the or like a lot of the classmate characters, like the ones that keep challenging her, are very throwaway. Like they're kind of. They're kind of meant to be monster of the week kind of characters like these are the new obstacle for a couple days. But the uh, uh, the student council characters and Mako are really good characters. I think they're a lot more enjoyable than the 
you know, like the the one off characters. Yeah. Obviously, okay. they I guess be. I guess I just checked out there for a second. I'm like, wait, how is Mako a better character than the main character? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think Ryuko is a better developed character. I like that she I like that her revenge is uh, doesn't keep her from making connections with like Mako and her family and just uh, like the fact that she's not solely she focused on revenge. She doesn't pull a Sasuke essentially just the like yeah. kill a kill exactly resembles exactly. Kakigurui to me because the whole student council trying to get taken down. I mean, obviously the character, the two main characters are completely different, but there's a lot of the, uh, there's a lot of that, like, same setting where it's like in a school and they're trying mm-hmm. to take down the student council and like sh- they start out at the lowest possible Very rank much. and they 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 fight their way up and I just want to say uh, Sengetsu the the what is it it's like the uniform armor char- character I don't know there's something about that character that kind of freaks me out like whenever Sengetsu is like all right put me on I'm like okay this is happening should I go to the kitchen and get some food while this scene plays I'm kind of like uh. Eh. I re- I realize it's like more so on the on the form of like yeah literally Sengetsu is is kind of a battle hungry hound, but at the same time this is your clothes yelling strip down and put me on so it's yeah. just, so it's yeah, just kind of it, it like, is a very okay, yeah, odd way to <laughs> it is an odd way to uh, or it is an odd character but I think That's he's why I funny love him enough so much. yeah <laughs> I think he's funny enough that. He like the creepy moments are a little balanced out with uh, like with how how weird the the concept is. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is more of a uh, more of a battle thing with him than it is a creep. But that that isn't to say none of the creep factors. are. I mean, to there. be fair, like take an, almost any line out, out of context from Kill a Kill and it would probably sound weird to literally anybody else. <laughs> yeah. No, I will 100% back that but up. But Kill a Kill is just, <laughs> yeah. it's got good action. And that's and the revenge bit is like the two things that makes me want to watch more and want makes me want to keep going. Like, that's amazing to me. I just really love like how... it's it, The story is like, it, it doesn't have to be that strong. Like, but the, the fact is like, I think as long as your characters are solid and I think that Kill a Kill has some really solid characters. Like, I, I, I think that even the... Uh, uh, What's the the student council? Sorry, the the student council characters like you eventually like they kind of grow on you like as the show goes along and uh, like they're not entire or they're not uh, like once they're defeated, they're not thrown away like they still have a part to play in the story as it goes on, which I think is a really like it's a testament to like how strong their the the character writing is. No way. I want to be with my best buddy, Hotshot. Ah, oh, damn it! I did it again. Ah, your turn, Hotshot. <laughs> wow, first hey, time hey. Jane said, "Okay, let's stop." I have something I want to do more. <laughs> I don't think it's my turn because I'm on number four, and we everyone did the uh, number five. Everyone did number fives. Okay, so we're just starting all over with me again. I, yeah, think, I think unless on, someone else wants to go, we're all even again. Now, so okay. whatever you prefer. Yeah, uh, I haven't gone for a while. Yeah, I can go. Okay. Yes. Um. You do I, that, buddy. I honestly kind of surprised myself by putting this one this high on my list. Makes no sense when to I me. looked at it more. It, it kind of put itself there. Um, number four for me is actually Fairy Tale, and it's one it's of the shows t- that Jayanne could not quite get into. 
Because it's just power of friendship overload. <laughs> Nine seasons of Which, friendship, dude. Funny enough, I thought Jaden would love because he's all about hashtag friendship. friendship. But but apparently not when it solves all the problems. <laughs> not when it's like, I just feel like I'm too old for this show, man. You're like, two years come on, older bro. than me. I'm, <laughs> I'm closer Jay, to my you're 30 watching cartoons on a regular basis. I think that you should be able to suspend your like your feeling of like I'm too old for this shit. This one, no, this Dude, one's like I would still watch PBS kids shows if this I could. One, I just okay, can't find nah, them anywhere. I'm telling you, it's got, it's got that Yu-Gi-Oh friendship vibe to me. That's like just too much. It's it's overkill of friendship. There's too much. You love Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> no, but like I wouldn't rewatch Yu-Gi-Oh now. Like I said before with GX, you know well, I wouldn't then, rewatch it now. You need more friendship in your life. In my opinion, this came at a wrong. We tried point. to if get I was you younger, on it when, I would have watched when you were sure. younger five Definitely. years ago. <laughs> and you still yeah, said that's no. still yeah, yeah that, no. I, had you know me wow. in like grade school or something, you know, <laughs> bro, it, it came out in two thousand and nine. Grade school, we didn't even know it existed anyway, in two thousand nine. <laughs> anyway, so go ahead, hotshot for me. Like, yeah, I can make fun of the uh, of the power of friendship tropes like all day and all night because like. That that really is what de- what seals the deal for a lot of the fights. But at the same time, the magic, the world, the creatures, the spells, the character, how the characters you meet, every part of this world speaks upon volume on volume to me. Especially because like I'm a really big um, power user. I love uh, fire spells or fire weapons or anything like that. So for the fact that our main character is a literal red fire dragon, essentially, it just spoke on a on a personal resonate with me, um, especially with the fact that, like, I love Todd Habicorn in everything that I have heard him in. But whenever I think of Todd, the first lo- the first character I think of is Natsu, because it's just that high energy, high, like, we got to go kind of uh, kind of energy like. Yeah, you take things seriously, but at the same time, you're mainly here to have fun. <laughs> and not so not to really kind of save the show for me at first. Um, it took me a little bit just to like Lucy, just because like, OK, new character in a world that's already been like really well established, like a guild that's been highly established, but she's the the new face in it. So it's it's her point of view, mainly uh, Gray just being like the angsty rival I immediately fell in love with Urza. <laughs> it's just the characters more than anything save the show for me. And that's why the friendship thing doesn't really bother me as much because of how close these characters are to each other. And hell, even with how close they are to each other, um, they're, some of their enemies turn tail and join them and become close to them. And I just love that kind of uh, that kind of thought to it. It has that like it has that like Piccolo and Vegeta thing where like, uh, sometimes the villain will like see the error of their ways and join the join the good guys to atone for what they've done. Oh my god! Like, and other times it, you it's just a, have to straight yeah. up murder a bitch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which they have done. They have to Hunch, straight up you, kill. Have you finished this, or Kyo? Have you finished this series? Because nine seasons we have no. not. A lot. No. I have watched quite a fair deal of it, and uh, recently I a think fair you've tale- seen. I think you and I have both seen about four seasons. Yeah. And then uh, very recently, like this year, like later half of this year, the fairy tale game came out for uh, PlayStation. So I played through that, which covered arcs that I haven't seen before, um, which gave me new characters and um, 
uh, new storylines to follow because there was this <laughs> where they're that's trapped. The, that's the RPG one, right? Yeah, that's the one that you keep walking okay. in on me playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. uh, it takes place like to everyone else. It's about seven years later from a certain arc. But to the fairy tale guild, like no time has passed at all because they were trapped in a spell. So where they used to be the number one guild in their land, now they're bottom of the rung. And that's one of the things that you have to do in the game is uh, bring everybody back up. And it goes through the uh, magical games arc, um, the attack, the dragons arc, uh, the I think it actually goes through the final season arc. I could be wrong. But it, I don't it know if it went through, through the it final go- season because the final season just wrapped up this year. It might be released as DLC then. I uh, I know that the costumes are in there at least. I thought the arc might have been with it, but I could be wrong. Gotcha. Um, but it's just that kind of that kind of show to me. Like, yeah, I can make fun of the friendship tropes, but I still love the friendship tropes. It, it's just just dropped in like the ocean of friendship, and now like I I there's too much friendship in it for me. And I know that's like such a generic, um excuse and i understand like for some people that can be frustrating but i just i watched it i just it just felt like a copy and paste of other shows i've seen that use that play that same card and because of like sequentially i watched it after those shows i was like no this is just more of the same i'm not i'm not doing this that's what it really feel like felt like to me but the cool thing about that though is that yeah i think like uh, the only person who can get angry at me where i'm just like yeah i don't really care (laughs) (laughs) kyo you were saying I was going to say, I think at some point in like watching being people who just consume anime so much at a certain point, like you, you'll get to a point where like, I've seen all this shit before, (laughs) but like, there's always a series. There's always a a point at which where like, there's a series that comes out and you're like, I remember why I love anime so much. Like you just like have that reawakening, like that new series that comes out. And you're like, I don't care so much about the tropes like you have. I think every so so many years, like we all have a reset of like, yeah, there are tro- or the tropes are always there. But that's kind of still why we like it in the first place. You know, like I think uh, Lanny Pator said this best. Nick Landis from Team Four Star said, if you love something, you accept all of its flaws. And that's how they described uh, Dragon Ball like a few times. And it's like. They made probably some of the best Dragon Ball content in the world, really. Which is utterly filled with flaws, meaning Dragon Ball in general. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they're and they're like, yeah, we know this is stupid <laughs> sometimes, but we still love it. And that's yeah. the exact same way I, I feel with Fairy Tale, And I know how we all feel with Naruto. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no such thing as a perfect show. If there is, well, that was boring. So <laughs> it, it it's. As much fun as you love your show, it's almost even more fun to just constantly make fun of it. I have nothing else to say. I hate the show. <laughs> fine. Fine. Beat beat. Yo, I'm fuck sorry. It. I just, Let's I just go with throwing you. shade there, bro. Damn. Come on. <laughs> nah, no, no, you're good. We I I I bad ma- I mean, come on. I bad mouth attack on Titan for a while and I don't think every, I don't think a lot of people are going <laughs> to be enough. happy about that. Uh so whose pick is it now? Let's see. We're at uh Kyo Kyo's number 4, right? Yeah, yeah it's number 4. Go ahead, Kyo. Yeah. Number 4. Okay. Get ready for another show you don't like very much. Dude. I like this one more. <laughs> That's All right, fair. Kyo, yeah. just take it away. I'm tired of being wrong. 
whatever. <laughs> 100 episodes. All right. Of yeah. being wrong. 100 episodes and Austin's still wrong. <laughs> Yo, that's your line. Go. Well, I got it. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't know. I thought or I made a joke and nobody laughed. So I was. Upset. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't want a- your pity laughter. <laughs> shut up, Austin. Two hours into no, a podcast. Was and the is so real right now. made you upset. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number four is Soul Eater. And this is one that uh, I picked up very early on, which is why it's a little higher on my list, because uh, Austin and I got into this one around the same time, I want to say. Actually, you know what? I think, Austin, I think you and our friend at the time saw it before I did. Uh, I thought I saw this one with you. Really? Yeah, because I could have sworn because I could have sworn we were at our friend's house and he said that you or I thought that you two had talked about it like you had seen it already. We've we talked about it because like we knew the existence, but I didn't start watching it until you and I started doing stuff. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess then that we did start it around the same time and it was a pretty big one because I think that's one of the few ones that we finished together around the same time i think we we did finish this one together we straight up did yeah and uh it's one of those ones that holds a special place in my heart because like it was one of the like a lot of these shows are on here because they influenced my art and my interest in voice acting and uh like this is the show where i really started learning about voice actors and one of the voice actors in here at least for the English dub, that is, is now on Critical Role and does a whole bunch of like really cool, uh, a whole bunch of really cool roles. And jeez. And uh, to this day, I'm still surprised that that's the same actress and she doesn't sound anything like the character. And I think that just speaks volumes to their performance. Uh, For me, Soul Eater's art style is a little bit of that It feels a little bit like anime. It feels like a mix of like sort of the Naruto style with a uh, a graffiti punk sort of look to it. And it's probably one of the most unique looking anime series ever, along with like panty and stocking. Because of like the the gothic atmosphere and like the linear aspect to it. Or how do you mean? Uh, uh, Artistically, it doesn't look like any other anime like you couldn't mistake soul eater for like say like sailor moon like you couldn't like see uh like there there's always like the uh the stigma for anime that a lot of the shows look the same sometimes sometimes that's true like sometimes sailor moon looks a little bit too similar to other shows whereas soul eater uh, it doesn't have that problem because it has sort of a uh, it kind of has the or like the characters. D- no two characters look the same, like all the characters look completely different from one another. I don't know. Blair looks exactly like Medusa. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, even characters that are supposed to look mostly the same look different, meaning Liz and Patty, <laughs> you know, yeah. twins. <laughs> They're they're fraternal twins. Still, though, (laughs) (laughs) that's fair. But uh, this is also the origin of that meme that Giant. No, let's not bring this. We went over this last time. We're not talking about this. (laughs) Oh, you mean that one with the character that he just absolutely hates? 
It was the color and the constellation or some shit like that. I can't remember what his name is. Mm. I think blue haired Naruto will do. But yeah, probably. I just want, I actually want to say stuff about Soul Eater. I've seen like maybe the first eight episodes, let's say. And mm-hmm. I know there's a meme about me hating that specific character. Black Star, by the way, for people who are like, well, what are you, who are you guys talking about? I love how yeah. you break your I mean, own role. <laughs> anyways, besides the point, um, it's a good anime. Soul Eater is good. Honestly, you can't say it's bad. It's great fights. It's strong character development. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It go. It covers the gamut. You know, honestly, it, it, it's a solid pick. It, to me, it, it ranks. Um, I, I understand why this ranks as high as a uh One Punch Man or or, or yeah, Attack on Titan uh anime because it just is quality. Like I, you can't not watch that show and not tell me it's it's quality. You know, what I mean? it's not quality. It's really well made. It's well animated. It's well paced. The story's enticing. Like it has all the elements that you need in a good anime. So to me, I I can respect. Respect this pick. This pick makes a lot of sense to me for those. Yeah, reasons. like we even had uh, like early days, like before we did Naruto Abridged uh, all the way back when we had a few we had a few attempts at doing uh, Soul Eater Abridged. But like later on, we were just like, there's not much to make fun of here. Like it's already pretty a pretty tight show. Like the plot holes are very few and far between. I mean, I guess the only thing to do in that point is to bring your own shovel and dig your own potholes. But I yeah, really pretty much. <laughs> I mean, why would you? It's so it's so well put together. Like the uh, like all the characters have understandable goals and they're uh, like they develop as they go on. And even if they don't like you're happy with how they are in that or like how they've developed already. Now, and the fact that they I can make fun of all day like Excalibur, yeah. but. I'm deciding not to. <laughs> oh, def- Excalibur is meant to be a punching bag. Like he kind of just made him because he needed an imperfect and annoying character. Almost. We have Black Star though. We're fine. Right, let's go to. That's uh, fair. Uh, that's completely fair. <laughs> yeah. That, nah, 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 nah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what nah, nah, nah. I had on Black Star. On Black Star. Oh it's my god! Yo, it's Black Star. We're, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of losing the, the wheel here in terms of like Jayden? saying serious things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I only had to make you do a three hour podcast in order to break you, <laughs> bro. It's going to be four hours at this rate. I'm telling you. All right, go. My next pick. Number four. Yu Yu Hakusho. This one, like, they, we're getting into, like, my Yay. favorite animes here. These are, like, these are, this is the Elite Four. This is th- the cream of the crop for me. Yu Yu Hakusho is an anime that I binged twice. I love this anime. Yusuke Urameshi is one of my favorite characters of all time. The setting here is basically Yusuke, a delinquent, a nobody, a kid that, like, bullies people at school that no one likes, um, sacrifices himself in the first scene of the anime and this character uh, for this kid that's like playing with a ball in the street and then he jumps out pushes the character out, uh, uh, pushes the kid out of the way as the car is passing and he gets struck by the car and dies that's the first scene and that to me is what I love this anime it set the tone right away you do not know what to expect with Yusuke and Yu Yu Hakusho it has four beautiful arcs it has one of my favorite tournament arcs with the dark tournament the characters in Yu Yu Hakusho are so like three-dimensional to me you really feel Hiei or Kurama to grow those villains like it just it covers the gamut in terms of relatable characters uh good action good comedy uh 
good timing, uh, depth. The music is fantastic in Yu Yu Hakusho. It's just, it's one of those super solid shonen shows that came out in the 90s that I just love so much. I was so happy for the, uh, was it the 25 year anniversary or the 20 year anniversary? There was a, an anniversary uh, uh, a few years back of Yu Yu Hakusho. I think it was a 25 year one. Um, and they, something like that. Uh, or like the year before. It was in the last two years. And yeah, they man. Did, like, they I remember some of our like video chats. I would see like the, the poster in the back and like you were always like trying to tell me to go watch it. I have watched some of it. I wish I could watch more, but I always like have other shows that I haven't finished. And like it, it just piles on top for me. But I what I have seen of Yu Yu Hakusho, I really like it. And can you really name another show where your character is killed within the first minute? Like your main character is dead <laughs> like already. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Zombieland saga. She has at least like three minutes or something. Come on. <laughs> no, she writes the letter, runs out of her house and gets hit by a semi. <laughs> no, but like the opening of Yu Yu Hakusho is everybody's around the ambulance. That's how that's the first shot. <laughs> okay. Kanasuba. He's not, he has like 10 minutes or something before that. <laughs> no, I'm telling you a hot shot. The show Literally. opens and you yes. dead. shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Hot shot. I really do, man. All right. then. <laughs> okay. Awkward silence. I mean, for, it's one that I've been like slightly curious about, especially because again, he's another appearance that uh, that shows up in J Stars, and I actually do enjoy playing as him. It's just not one of the ones that I've like dived hard into. Like I really wanted to learn more and more about this one. Like I know Spirit Gun, and that's really about it. <laughs> and I didn't know that literally the first frame he's dead. I just knew that he <laughs> was dead in the beginning, and that was it. Didn't know that it was the first frame, and I didn't know that that was apparently what we were looking for in that frame of reference, but <laughs> apparently it was. Fair enough. I mean, just to me, Spirit Gun is one of those iconic attacks, now that you mention it. Like, to me, it rivals... It's like a... It rivals the Kamehameha in terms of, like, that. It's it was super popular when it came out in the 90s, and like, every, I shot a Spirit Gun when I was, like, <laughs> playing around. I was, like, 20. I mean, I still fire Spirit Guns, and I still try to use the Omnitrix, uh, or not Spirit Guns. <laughs> I fire Kamehameha's and try to use the Omnitrix. It still hasn't worked. <laughs> just, just give it time, guys. We'll be able to shoot plasma from our fingertips one day. I'm counting down the minutes. <laughs> So my number three, it actually was originally my number one. And I've said even on podcasts that this is my favorite anime of all time. But since then, it has moved on. I think I would I was just like speaking of the the hype because it was a new show that I absolutely adored and I still do adore. Hence why it's on my number three spot. Day to life. Plus, and it's a video, plus, it's also a video game. So, of course, Austin loved it. <laughs> it it's a it's a. More of a visual novel dating sim, yeah, but it's, it's still, still it's still a game. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, but okay, fine, yeah, it's still a game. Yeah. But it, but I found the show first, and the way that me and Kyo actually found the show was there was a character we saw circling around the internet with one red eye, one gold eye, with long black uh, twin tails in a red made dress, and when we were. Uh, we just went up to like Seattle to see a movie or something. They had a uh, had an anime or a nerd shop, really, that we end up looking around for a bit. And we found the show just because she was on the cover of it. 
so we decided fuck it and bought the entire first season. I think I actually might have bought all three seasons or the first two seasons right then and there. No. Yeah, you No, did. I did only buy one. I ordered the oh. other two later. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we brought that season home. And when we started watching it, I immediately fell in love. <laughs> Coterie, the uh, the little sister trope and just kind of the tsundere trope, just annoying the fuck out of Shido, our brother. And it very quickly changes from slice of life to uh, sci-fi, harem, dating, comedy, yet still filled with action kind of show. And I fucking adored it for it. Not only that, but the, the characters that we meet, the spirits that Shido has to seal. Like, I love each and every one of them that come like, into play. To, we had a whole episode on convincing me to watch uh, this show. And uh, to me, it just felt... Well, I'm trying to remember what I said, but like to me, it just felt like very... What the hell is going on? Why is she in the spaceship? Why is that... that what? I, I, it was all happening so fast and so sequentially. I was... Beyond confused when I watched it, but my excuse for that is that it's anime. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> like I was just watching this, and I, I, I was like, okay, this is clearly like entertaining, entertaining in the sense of like the comedy and the ridiculousness of what's going on. But it, it happened too fast for me. It really happened too fast. These are you know spirits. I mean? They've come to our world. We need to stop that. There you go. That's all you need to know, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the way you seal them, you have to kiss them. And apparently when you kiss them, they lose all their clothes. And apparently this is a hotshot show. Literally I mean, yeah, the character says it in the show itself. I remember. I read that. I read that in the subtitles. I, I know. I, <laughs> I just I, I am surprised that this I is was not debating. I was debating on putting out my number one, but the other two I have like ever so slightly pushed it back. It is still really high on my list, though, especially because it was number one for a long time. But um, I'll, I'll explain why when I actually get to my number one, like what actually bumped it out. I think I think it's cute. I don't have any like uh, distaste for it. Uh, quite frankly, Austin overhyped it with me. Like he watched it a lot when he got into it. <laughs> he watched the he rewatched the show a few times, and for me, whenever uh, whenever I finish a show, I don't want to watch it again. I've absorbed all that it has, and if I want to watch something again, it's because I want to go back and like see what I liked about it, see if my thoughts have changed. Austin wanted to watch, rewatch the whole thing all over again, like at the day after we finished, like all that was currently available. No, definitely. I was like, just slow down with this, please. <laughs> I mean, I have sense. And like, obviously, obviously we did. You have, because you stopped watching it again. <laughs> yeah, but now I might bring it into my room and start watching it again. <laughs> if you're watching it in your room, I don't care. Just don't like drag me into it. <laughs> all right, living room it is. No, <laughs> I don't know what the living say. room's mine until my ankles. My break. number three. <laughs> All right, moving on. Hey, yeah, but but yeah, I don't hate I don't hate the show. I like it. I think it's cute. It's not it's not especially uh, I don't think it's especially great i just think that it's i think it's good very fair i think that's all let's uh i'm gonna that's go all, to that's my all uh, number three be. pick this one is uh, yeah. a hot shot favorite <laughs> old joke old joke this, my old third... joke <laughs> i are you kidding me black star is not an old joke and you guys still brought it up what, what's the difference here what's the di there's no difference and i'll say this i'm just teasing i'm just teasing you more about it because you because we weren't allowed to make our yeah, joke. I was being you were apparently about allowed right. to make the joke. All right, so. <laughs> subscribe to the yeah, Crybaby channel. No. Uh, in all seriousness, 
<laughs> uh, Death Note. Uh, for, uh, this one is a a very meaningful anime to me. Um, I watched it when I was uh, I I just met you guys and I was going overseas to France on an internship and I was like, oh, I need something to watch uh, to kill time and people just kept mentioning Death Note and I remember at that point the podcast had to get a break. We had done three episodes and then I left for three months and when I came back, I grabbed Keo, I grabbed Ben, I was like, guys, Death Note. We're, we all watched we it. We recorded We're it doing during an episode Christmas, about it. And by to the this way. day, it's one of my, yeah. during Christmas, right? And to this day, it's one of my favorite episodes ever. Like that one is just very special to me. Uh, but more on Death Note itself. It's about basically Light Yagami who gets this magical Death Note where if you write someone's name in the Death Note and you think of their uh, of their face, 40 seconds later, they die of a heart attack. And L, this super smart detective uh, who's basically cracked every case he's ever been on, decides to get on the Kira case. Kira being killer, Light Yagami. And try to understand what's going on. And it's this big cat and mouse of I know that he knows that I know that he knows that I saw that he saw that I know that he knows. Like all this stuff to try to figure out who Kira is and Kira trying to kill L. And the first season to me is the best, is the better one. Season two, though, like Nier picks up the role of L. So, spoiler alert. Oof, oh, sorry about that. Uh, Nier picks up the role of L. And you can really see uh, it's not the same anymore. It doesn't have the same energy. Like it just kind of slowed down for me. I still really enjoyed it, but to me, one of the best rivalries in anime. I don't know what you think, Kyo, I think as the <laughs> other Death Note I, fan I think, on this uh, uh, I, I like cast. Nier okay. <laughs> Nier is a good successor to L. Um, the the fact, the problem is that I don't think he has like a whole lot that differentiates him from L, which is kind of why he's it's like, why did you even bring this character in here when he's basically the same, the exact same character? It's like, why did you guys even kill him off in the last season if you were gonna just going to bring that same character in? Uh, the real answer is because they didn't have another character who could rival L's intelligence, so they just had to bring in like his kind of protege or whatever they were. But um, like for me, I think that uh, I think I would have to say that uh, I definitely really still like Death Note. And I think that the first season, I agree with you completely, is probably the best. However, I do have to say for season two, uh, best ending ever. <laughs> I like how, yeah, I think or I think it's a really good, uh, I thought it was a really good ending. I just liked how how it all tied uh, tied together at the end and like the fact that uh, light just gets cornered at the end and by the by that point he's already made an impact on the world and he's kind of proven his point and some people are still like wondering like even after they've killed him like was he right like maybe he had a point <laughs> and like the the whole fact uh, and the whole purpose of death note is like that question is like is it worth it to kill killers like does that make you evil for actually doing it and like there, I think to this day, there are still people who are just like are on either side of that. And like, there's still that split down the middle of like what that of like what that question. No, right. Is. I, I know. Uh, to me, that's always been a debate. Like, I don't think anyone should be able to dictate where someone lives or dies just with that power right there. Uh, I've had. Yeah, I, co I completely agree. I completely agree with you on that. But it's still interesting to debate the question like it's still interesting to have that con it's still interesting to have that conversation what would way. you do with a death note you're chilling you're gaming and this 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 book falls through a chimney and you pick it up and you read the rules 
What do you do? Close it, put it in a chest, drop it down a river. For the next person to find? <laughs> really? I mean, I probably would just like either lock it up safe because I mean, like, I don't really see me as a person to just like, oh, this guy is actually really, really bad. And I can change that. But then am I really, really bad? <laughs> it, it's just it it still brings up that same question like, yeah, if I kill this, uh, if I kill this killer, I could save like potential hundreds of lives. But at the same time, I've still done the exact same thing they're doing. So it's just kind of like I don't see myself as righteous. So I don't really think I would actually do anything with the death note. Very fair. All right. I think yeah, I'm. I do. I do personally think. I do personally think that everybody has like that one person, like out there that they probably would use a death note on. <laughs> All right, you got to find a new co-host then, buddy. <laughs> that's the well, guys. I guess that's the end of anime <laughs> podcasters. It's been a great 100. Could episodes. you imagine? <laughs> it ends like that. Like of all ways to end, it ends with his least favorite show. <laughs> It ends with with apparently Jaden saying he's going to kill me. <laughs> that about sums oh. up our relationship just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Best buddy ever. <laughs> hey, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next right. up is what? Kyo's number two? Yeah, we're in number two. Sp- Guys, we're getting to the cream of the crop of the cream of the crop. We're finishing this. <laughs> <laughs> or we're getting through the top three my bad <laughs> okay thank you all right my number two is a i don't know if it, i don't know if i would say that it's a let if it's lesser known or if it's a under the radar sort of anime but most of the time when i bring it up people don't know about it anyway uh gun x sword is about is another revenge story of course it's anime uh, a revenge story about a sword wielding cowboy. <laughs> not, I guess he's not really a cowboy. He's wearing a tuxedo, but because I sleep all day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, he's going to get revenge on this person that he's called the Claw, which is a uh, which is a character who has a claw on his right hand, and he murdered his wife in cold blood with that claw. And the entire premise of the story is him going to get revenge uh, on this character and the story develops and unfolds and he collects some friends along the way. And it it's also it's also a mecha anime on top of all that. So <laughs> it's a lot of weird. It's a lot of weird things combined. Like I said before, like, like anime is the only place where you could see Western mecha and uh, like a lot of emotional depth all in one place. <laughs> Which actually, I don't think I've ever asked. How do you actually feel about Mecha anime? Like just in general, um, I'm on and off with Mecha. Like I don't think the, I don't think I'm a huge fan of Mecha. Honestly, like I, I don't hate it, but like as long as I like the characters, I think yeah. I'll enjoy I was it. gonna ask like which why we feel as strongly as we do with uh, Goran Logan and uh, Darling in the Franks. Oh yeah, I I like Darling in the Franks okay, but I think I like Goran Logan. Mecha more, anime is it just because like machines are involved like, i just i'm trying to understand like what mecha like, anime really is imagine like voltron like uh mighty morphin power rangers ultimate robot form 
Okay. And that. All right. I'm just trying to understand. That like, is a mecha anime. <laughs> it's, it seems cool. Like, it seems very cool. And it seems like there's a, really a lot of action in here. And I'm, I, I'm loving the designs from what I'm seeing from this one. So when I researched yeah, it, it also has a fair, it has a fairly unique art style. I can, I can see some characters looking like other, other art styles, but like the main character is very distinct in his design for me. And like, it, it has a bit of a Western quality to it. Like he'll come to a town and then he'll whip out, he'll whip out his uh, mech that's in a satellite in space. You know, it's, it's a little weird, but it's an anime. It's, it's really cool. Like I, I keep recommending it to everybody who hasn't heard of it or seen it. Uh, Cause the, the character development is really there and the, just just the way the story is told and like I always like those like traveling characters like the character who goes from like town to town and they leave an impact on that town by helping them without even really meaning to. Yeah, that's like basically like what I've gathered from it because I've never seen much before uh, before like the, the, the little research I did. So, I mean, if it's number two, it's got to be really, really it's, good. Though. It's that's- a little similar to Bebop. I would probably liken it more to Trigun than I would to Bebop, but it, it definitely has some of that in there, I would say. Mm-hmm. Really, really good, meaning it means a lot to... <laughs> that's a, that, It's just my personal pick. It's just my personal pick. I just have... A, I also have a bias for it because it was one of the second... <laughs> it was the... It's technically the third anime that I ever watched and finished when I was in high school. Fair enough. So. Yeah, I know. it's it's objectively nostalgic. nostalgic. I, I hate to say that nostalgia is a factor because, like, I want to try to look at things objectively sometimes, but sometimes you can't help but like let nostalgia like play a factor in what you like. What I will say is what I have seen Gun Next Sword because I have seen nowhere near like all the show, but I have seen a fair deal of it. I really do like. Um, I especially love the mecha battles because I'm a sucker for mecha. <laughs> you'll, you'll like the later mecha battles. Like it's it's revealed later on that they're actually longer. <laughs> that they huh? Where they're actually longer? Yeah. Well, kind of. Like there there are bigger ones from the the same project that Vaughn was a part of back in the day, and there mm. are some stronger ones, and he has to go up against them. From- it, it gets it gets pretty cool. <laughs> Probably my uh, my favorite thing that I've seen from the show so far, though, is um, Vaughn's weapon because mm-hmm. it is so fucking unique. It's anime. It's so cool, though, isn't it? It is a ribbon sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really have another way to describe it. It is a ribbon that can turn solid into a sword. It, it can be a whip and it can be a sword. It's a really cool idea. Yeah, but usually, usually when I usually when I think of a whip that's a sword, I think of like Ivy Valentine from Soul Cow, where it's a oh snake yeah, sword. that's true. But his is like literally just a cloth that can turn into solid metal. Oh, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of those snap on bracelets that you like, and it like oh. curls around your wrist. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it's just it looks like way more. I don't know if this is the right word, but like fluid than that. Like more yeah. wavy, like more like you can move it around like it is an actual piece of fabric instead of just a hard piece of plastic. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but really, the, unfortunately, that's all I had on Gun Next Sword. Like, I like what I've seen so far. I just wish I've seen more. Like, I like Wendy. I like Vaughn. I like Carmen. I like the weapon. I like the mech. Um, so my second pick is Dragon Ball. I love this anime so much. To me, it's the godfather of all animes. 
I'm picking every series from it just because of how amazing it is. Uh, it's complete nostalgia, but this anime has been with me since I started watching anime. Uh, I remember watching the early Dragon Balls. I love Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Super to me is amazing. The Broly movie, which is the most recent canon release of Dragon Ball, is was one of the best anime movies I've seen. Goku is a great relatable character. Um, there's so much from this anime that everyone loves. Like, dude, I... I don't even know where to begin with it because of how vast and how big and how amazing this this anime is. The characters have incredible depth. The action is like comes out of the screen. There's too much action in this anime where it just it's everywhere. The storyline is beautiful. I love the villains. Uh, the battles are completely epic. The transformations. Everyone here has tried to fire off a Kamehameha once. Like to me, this anime is just beyond fantastic. I love every character. Oh, dude, I'm just, I'm just nerding out about Dragon Ball right now. Like, because in my eyes, ten or top ten animes for someone who has watched a massive shit ton of anime, and I get that you've watched even more than we have, um, is not really a lot of spots to talk about like all the anime that you really adore. Because Dragon Ball really would be really close to me. Like, it would probably be just behind Naruto. Like 13, 14 at the absolute most. But um, it was just there were just shows that I just adored more. Like, yeah, it may not be as epic or anything like that, but there it was just a personal enjoyment thing. But I fucking love the world of Dragon Ball. I love original Dragon Ball. I love Z. I even have a special place in my heart for GT. I love the Dragon Ball games, like especially uh, Bodokai Tenkaichi 2 and uh Kakarot that came out when that came out I played it almost non-stop until I beat the entire fucking thing <laughs> um, I'm still playing it I beat the whole thing I'm still doing the side missions I love that game really uh Dragon Ball holds a special place for all of us for uh for various different reasons and various different levels but we can all agree that if there was an an anime that we came together for that wasn't Naruto and Dragon Ball came up into the picture yeah, if any, if nobody abridged Dragon Ball, we would have been T Four Star right now, guys. Come on, we missed the best opportunity no, of our I lives. I don't want to put myself that high on a pedestal. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Naruto abridged was not that good. That was <laughs> nowhere close. It was the best thing ever. Um, so, like, I didn't put it on my list mainly because, like, I didn't grow up with it. <laughs> and that's it. That's all we need. <laughs> like, I, I, I have more to say on it, but like, I didn't. Uh, I didn't grow up with it like the way you guys did. I didn't watch like Toonami as a kid. Like I didn't really know about Toonami until it was a little too late. Like uh, it was like high school when I got into anime and like I didn't even watch Dragon Ball all that much. Like I saw like my introduction to Dragon Ball was actually abridged. So like I but uh, I actually you know what? No, I did see the early episodes of Z. Like I saw the beginning of the Saiyan arc, but I didn't get that far into it. Because it just it didn't quite grab me at the time, but um, I will say for the original Dragon Ball, I did have a uh, a VHS movie, um, Dragon Ball: The Curse of the Blood Rubies. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Where um, it it had the Blood Ruby quest with it, yeah, but then it also had like the first time that Goku ever uh, gathered all seven Dragon Balls and summoned Shenron. Huh. So it was, I. I Good God, I can't remember like any of it because it's been so long, but it still holds that special of a place. 
for for me personally, I, I actually like Dragon Ball a little more than I like Z, because I I like the uh, I I like the adventure aspect of it, and I like the it, it feels more carefree and it feels more like adventure than than Z does. Z feels very much like uh, it feels a little bit more like a karate tournament. It feels like every every arc is all about building up to the big bad guy and then the the final fight with that bad guy. Don't get me wrong. I still like Dragon. I still like Dragon Ball Z because the the child in me absolutely loves like the violence. <laughs> like who doesn't love who doesn't love anime just for like pure violence alone sometimes. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> especially with okay, so so like especially when you like direct compare Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. So when Roshi fires off the original Kamehameha and puts out the yeah. Ox, uh, the Ox King's mountain that's on fire, and you <laughs> see like the absolute power of the Kamehameha, and then you go to Z, God forbid, Super, and see <laughs> the moves that obliterate entire fucking planets without blinking an eye, and they even yeah. have it's True. just like okay, you've gone from. <laughs> They they even have a uh, super super Dragon Ball Heroes, which is like uh, an ongoing like uh, <laughs> ONA, I think is what it's called, um, for the this card game of Dragon Ball, and they have like episodes dropping on YouTube every like other month, and I've been keeping up with that. It's so random and it's so confusing. Like there one episode I'm fine, I see them finding a gold cooler, and then the next episode Janemba's there. And I'm like, you guys are just using every character ever, and there's like twenty Gokus uh, and Beerus and Rose. Uh, just I'm <laughs> so all over the place. But at least I'm like ah, Ultra Instinct Super Saiyan, where Goku has purple hair. And we keep saying One Piece will never die. Yeah, but at least like Dragon Ball, like the, the canon series, like is I mean, not ongoing at the moment. Is yeah. I think there's gonna be more coming though. The, there's a meme on YouTube where like these Dragon Ball YouTubers, they always come out with these videos like guaranteed uh, Dragon Ball Super coming out next month or blah, blah blah. Like always like and like the meme is like every time someone announces that Dragon Super Dragon Ball Super is coming out soon, it gets delayed by another year. So I'm just kind of sick of like that. That's the that's the one thing I don't like about Dragon Ball. Like the community on YouTube for that. Like a lo- there's a lot of Dragon Ball YouTubers that I'm just I find gonna just say Goku. How's it going, buddy? Annoying. <laughs> Like, stop spreading misinformation. And, like, fans are so invested in this that they, they'll jump at anything. And you're just stirring up, like, fake news, which is... That's, just- that's that, in, my opinion, in my opinion, that's just people not checking up their sources. <laughs> so, my number two, um, it's it split down the middle between a lot of people. Like, a lot of people say it isn't anime. A lot of people say it is anime. But when he was still with us, it came out from the creator that he intended this to be a anime and that is what I labeled it under because the creator said so and it what he says goes. <laughs> so for my number two is Ruby yeah. from Rooster Teeth and I fucking still adore the show and all characters in it. And uh, Jaden, if you remember, I think I actually put the soundtrack for this in my number one spot for uh, uh, top 10 anime soundtracks. Oh, the soundtrack is banging dude it is so good that oh yeah like um when when ruby was first uh being brought out like as a teaser and everything and we had the the red trailer the white trailer the black trailer and the yellow trailer dude I the fucking, trailers were so hype i was so excited when I that show was coming fell, out fell in love with with ruby's trailer like immediately red trailer because mm-hmm. it a moonlit field filled with wolves a character in a red hood with a scythe just 
decimating all of them to a fucking awesome song. And I fell in love with it. And I was just like, I need to know what this is. So the second that um, they started releasing it on YouTube and like, five minute intervals for episodes when they're in their earlier seasons. I religiously watched like I would if it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Whenever one dropped, I would stop doing what I was doing and watch it. And I think that might have been the last show I actually did that with. Because now when they're in later seasons, I'm I'm quite a bit behind, but it's still it's still in that favorite spot uh, for me because of how much I enjoy the world, how much I enjoy the characters. I love the weapons. I love the fights. I love the music. It's just amazing from uh, in every angle in my eyes. Might as well call this the gushing podcast because that's what we do about all our entries. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's top 10 for a reason. It's top. <laughs> Ruby. That's fair. <laughs> Ruby was an anime I was really happy Hotshot introduced me to that I'm, I'm watching volume two at the moment. I love this anime oh, yeah, for so sure. much. The characters, I had a lot of criticism of, of season one because I feel like they were still trying to figure out like what they were doing. Season two, you could see the big difference. You can already see it. I think, and, uh, I think when we initially talked about Ruby, I think I was guessing that Blake was going to be your favorite character. Blake is my favorite character, to be honest. But like, but Ruby, I'm talking about the main character. That, like, I, I, I was going to get to Blake. But anyways, just to say that, like how... Rootable his character is makes you want to watch the anime even more. That's the way I perceived it. And then just from a production point of view, Ruby's so well put together. Like bar none. Like uh, the animation is is unique in its way. It's kind of like video gamey, but it works for what it is. I like uh, how raw it is in the sense of like the sound effects design and the music. I just really like the way it's packaged together. Blake to me is a great character because I do feel like some of the there's too much. Uh, there's a bit of that friendshipy, happy go lucky in my opinion, with a lot of the Ruby characters, but Blake is just like, I hate you all. I'm like, yes, I like you and I hate <laughs> You know? Just, I hate everything. Go away. <laughs> I would say, like, Team Ruby is kind of a split down the middle of, like, the the uh, the friendship sort of thing. Like, I think the, the two sisters are very much, like, the all about friendship, but, like, Weiss is just, like... Uh, I'm too like, good for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she thinks she's too good for friendship, but she's not. <laughs> but she really wants a friend. Meanwhile, yeah. Blake is just, stay away. Just stay on no, the she, side I of the would room. say I would say that she kind of grows into, like, being part of the team as, like, just... As, as things she, go she on. Accepts the, she accepts the friendship a little uh, more gracefully than Weiss does, I would say. <laughs> Weiss just kind of like, it's not like I like you or anything, baka. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's total tsundere. <laughs> She doesn't even have to say all the like Sundere catchphrases. No, she, she is just is Sundere. <laughs> oh yeah, she lives and breathes it. <laughs> oh, this anime is good. This yeah. is a good second pick, Hotshot. This is a good second pick. <laughs> I literally am not going to understand it's, your number it, one, but it's very you Hotshot. Know what? I think one. everybody's number one probably speaks to who they are as a person the That's most. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah, not. Yeah, most yeah, people know, most if you can get away with it. You totally are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I really no, 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 no. Okay, so this is it, guys. Number one spot. This is the round. Kyo's gonna give his number one. I'm gonna give my number one, and then Hotshot gives his number one. This is it. This is the home stretch. This is if you are sticking with us till this point. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for sit. Thanks for sitting through so much of this podcast with us, guys. It's, it means a lot that you guys have watched us for almost like almost six years now and 100 episodes, and we hope to keep going. 
I'll even take just being background noise. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyo, take it away. All right. Kyo's number one. Nobody, absolutely no one saw this one coming. Trigun is my favorite anime of all time. Mm, it's not like you have said that for the last 10 years or something. <laughs> yes, Kyo. Yes. That's a oh, great, damn. great pick. I love this anime. What? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Are you good? Sorry. <laughs> you just sounded okay, like cool. you sounded like something went wrong there. It it just <laughs> reminded me of something. I'll I'll let you know when, uh, after we get Trigon out of the way. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, Trigon is my favorite anime because it was the first adult anime that I watched because like everybody saw like uh Pokémon, uh Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, like the uh the the anime made to sell toys. Um, but Trigun was the first show where I saw sci-fi Western uh, elements put together, like made into the the modern Western, which is like a kind of a cyberpunk. Not, I guess not cyberpunk. I guess diesel punk is probably the best way to describe it because it's a little more uh, focused on uh, it, it. It has technology, but like the the advanced technology is not the focus. The focus is the characters and the emotions behind those characters. And it, a little side of you is a little bit like a little giddy to see like the different guns and the different like uh, the different shootouts that are, that happen later in the show. Like it's it very much just speaks to my inner child because like my inner child was always about like cowboy playing cowboys and Indians with other kids like. That that was something I did a lot as a, when I was little. I mean, I can see that. <laughs> Trigun, well, I mean, it, it so wasn't Trigun, cowboys and Indians because like we were told not to do that. But <laughs> well, then it can be cowboys and aliens because that's where Trigon is. Essentially, <laughs> well, it's so Trigon. Trigon, I knew about, but ever so slightly before you actually introduced me to the real, real show. Um, I hung out with the uh, with a couple who were uh, who were good friends of mine, and I went with the guy to pick up the girl uh, at her place. And at the time, they were watching Trigon, and uh, like every so often, we would have popped over, and they were still watching Trigon, but it was different uh, parts in the show. So the first show, the first episode I actually watched was Wolfwood's introduction, and then uh, later on down the road, like. Two or three visits later, uh, I actually started that really like Wolfwood as much as I saw him on the show. And mm -hmm. then a few visits later uh, was his death. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got so mad at Kyo when that happened. I was like, you can't do that to me. You can't do that to me like that. <laughs> oh. I was just I'm like, like I no, actually like this damn one. Damn it. No. I was just like, you have fun with that episode, buddy. <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, Kyo, Kyo actually... Uh, uh, talk to me in person about how you reacted when you finally got to that point, Jaden, about you texting him and everything. <laughs> Literally, like, just like, he was sending all no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Austin or Diane was sending me like messages, like second by second as he was watching the episodes. I was like, dude, I'm glad you're having fun, but, but I've to got be shit honest, to that's do your reaction right now. every time I message you. <laughs> because we always have shit it, to it do. It is. <laughs> <laughs> unless it's unless it's uh, unless it's podcast related i'm like dude i'm busy <laughs> like i know we're good friends and trust me we are good friends but i as a good friend i also have my own life and i'm like that makes no sense we're talking about the podcast the podcast is life <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's why I always ask for a break. I don't understand that <laughs> word. So much of so much of this. <laughs> I know you don't understand what I means, but I know you understand nice. break. Um, but let's get back to Trigon, though. I loved Vash's <laughs> character. Uh, I really like the fact that he yeah. had this complexity where he never wanted to kill anyone. You know what I mean? He never wanted to hurt anyone. But he's put in situations where he's forced to do so. That's mm-hmm. classically, um, how can I say, not classic. That's a great way to just show his struggle and what he's going through emotionally. That he's not just this warrior, you know what I mean? And for the longest time, the first few episodes, they don't even know that he's the wanted Vash. You know, they don't even know that he's Vash to stampede. 20 billion or 20 million double dollars, you know what I mean? 60 billion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy amounts of, my, of, of double dollars. <laughs> He's like, uh, get the number right, damn. <laughs> I'm that I'm that much of a nerd about it. I know the numbers and shit. <laughs> I even calculated that Vash is like 150 I years old. I remember that. The fact that you calculated that. I remember that. that on the podcast, you're like, I was so confused. I was like, you mean right now? He's like, no, not right now. Like, just in general. I was like, what do you mean? Like, do you keep track of it mathematically? He's like, no, I'm just never mind. Uh. <laughs> I actually... I actually did uh, like pull up the old podcast that we did, like the side one that we did yeah. uh, a couple years back. I listened. I just listened to it yesterday, and I was like, "Man, I it's been a long time since we." <laughs> since I remember we you being your car burning up, and the second we stopped the podcast, you're like, <gasps> and you just opened every window in your car. Oh, that's right. I was in the I was in the parking lot when I did Man. that. <laughs> I had to close, or I had to close all my windows, and I had somehow I had my uh, my microphone with me. And we did that podcast. It was like an hour or something. And then oh my gosh. I was like, dude, I need to go. It is hot in here. <laughs> it was like the middle of summer or something like that. And like because you know, of how bad you were screaming at Jaden to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know that didn't help. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is there anything you want to add to about Trigon Hotshot or anything oh, you want to add, Kyo? Not not that I haven't said already, I really do enjoy Trigun, like especially since Kyo actually showed me the show. I love Vash, I love Wolfwood, I love Meryl and Millie. I was still still my least favorite part is Wolfwood dying. But I'm just <laughs> like I mean, to be fair, when you're down when your least favorite episode is an episode where your favorite character uh, dies. <laughs> yeah. Like I think that speaks volumes about how good the show is. So <laughs> nah, yeah, and you're hundred percent right. Thank you. <laughs> but um, so before we move on to your number one, Jane, the reason why I was like, oh, fuck, before we started talking about Trigon is because looking down Kyo's list, I actually realized another one I could have put on my list, but I didn't think about it at the time. Uh, Desert Punk. I could have totally put Desert oh, Punk on mine. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, but I just I just didn't think about it by the time that we had our list made. But Damn. looking at Cowboy Bebop, Gun X, or Trigun, I'm like, wait, this is a show like that that I adore. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I just watched like a lot of apocalyptic gunslinger uh, shows back in the day. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at your list. Yeah, no, you totally did. <laughs> that, that's most of my list anyway, isn't it? <laughs> um, to be fair, most or our lists like individually all share like one stereotype. <laughs> Yours is yeah. apocalyptic gunslinger. Jane's is like intellectual and story driven. Mine's just mainly pervy. <laughs> it's like yeah, pervy and funny. Of... Pervy and funny are mine, really. I get. I guess. Uh, per- I guess uh, a little bit of fan service is in just about each one of these. Maybe save for Ruby. Yeah. Well, no, it's in Ruby. Hey, 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 hey! 
Where? Death Note is a hilarious anime. Okay? <laughs> The funniest anime I know, out I there. I love the people dying. <laughs> God. And I love the apple. The apple is my favorite character. I just hate the anime in general. <laughs> it doesn't say hot a shot, fucking hot word. What, what do you hate more, Toro or Death Note? Be honest. Totoro. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to my next pick. <laughs> I'm go- I'm before I fly over to the States, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into hiding. Okay. We don't know where we are. My number one pick, I mean... If you listen to this podcast, you know what my number one pick is. And uh, it's an anime that honestly like it is with me emotionally and like I think about like every week and it just it part of my life like I how can I say? I feel like I live a a bit of my life through this anime just because I always think about the music. I'm always thinking about a scene. I'm always thinking about a character. This anime really is very oftenly in the back of my mind. Uh, I'm talking about Zankuno Terror or Terror in Resonance for the dub people. Um, so basically, the way this anime goes um, in a alternate version of like present day, uh, Tokyo is under attack by these terrorist bombings, and the only evidence they have uh, about these terrorist boni- uh, bo- bombings, sorry, is a YouTube video uploaded um the same day uh give let it, uh, of two teenagers covered it with their, their mask saying um oh there's gonna be uh, an explosion over here da, 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 da. like just kind of like hinting at the possibility of an explosion and then the whole police task force is forced to like figure out what is going on what what what's this these two teenagers are, are about what's going on here i don't i really don't want to spoil this because i really want people to watch this anime um it, the story is so beautiful to me it's so uh, intellectually intellectually stimulating uh, the characters are super deep i love how we go from figuring out nothing having no information and slowly developing and understanding as to why these attacks are happening there's a story behind this there's a reason why this is happening and the music is 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 beautiful yoko kudo is my favorite music composer for film and i just can i just i'm so happy this anime was created because it just it touches me on on, on multiple emotional levels and it means a lot to me it, it really comes from the bottom of my heart when i say this that this anime helped me got, get through like hard times, and I always enjoy discussing it on the podcast. And I really in, I'm happy with the fact that I did one episode about it with Hotshot and one episode about it with Keel. I've read every subreddit post about this anime. I've listened to every podcast about this anime. I've listened to this anime. I watched this anime maybe like three, four times. My friend had the DVD. I stole the DVD from him. I gave it back. I gave it back. <laughs> and I have posters of this. I am just like all over the place about this anime. I love it so much, and I highly, highly recommend it. So, Kyo or Hotshot, whoever wants to go first, without spoiling... I was not remotely surprised that you put this at your number one. <laughs> Guys, like, you have no idea. Jayan was, like, changing his Facebook profile yeah, to the characters for a while. <laughs> like, I was I was seeing, like, the, uh, the imagery from Terror and Resonance, like, everywhere for a while i wasn't turned off by it i was just like this is just a giant thing he'll it'll blow over he still keeps like or like on occasion i'll still see like a terror resonance like post here and there on his personal I Facebook love this anime, page bro. i, I can love tell. This anime. i can very much tell that giant is still into this anime and uh i can't say that he or that there's a bad reason or that there's any bad reason to like this show uh there is absolutely no uh, reason to, uh, sorry, I got to reword that. 
I was going to say it might make you feel like a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that there's any uh, reason for it to be considered a bad anime. I think it's a really good anime. I actually think it's like intellectually, it's very stimulating for me. Like, I think that I like the uh, the emotion behind it, the story uh, that goes through. But personally, for me, I don't like it as much as Jayanne. I think it's just that uh, for me, like when it comes to stories or anime, uh, it has or like it has to uh, grasp me in a certain way. Uh, it's not necessarily explainable. I think it has. Uh, I think for me, it sort of has a Death Note quality minus the supernatural uh, elements. I'm I'm not a huge fan of realism is my problem. Like I if you're going to make an anime or a cartoon or whatever or what have you, if you're going to make media in general for me personally, I think that you should make it like fantastical. I think it should be a spectacle of some kind. And I don't I d- and I don't hate Terror and Resonance for that. I think that with what it handled and what it was, it was good. It was hell. It was great even especially considering it's so very different from the other two shows that Watanabe has worked on. Like it's, it's, it stands out between the three, like one or, but uh, like while Samurai Champloo has, uh, has its gr- uh, grounds in reality, it's a little, it's got a little bit of the, uh, a little bit of like suspension of disbelief because it's got the whole samurai angle. And there's always kind of that romanticization uh, romanticizing of that era but uh with terror and resonance it's focused entirely in real life for the most part like there is the government experimentation thing but it's still it still plays itself off as realistic and i don't hate it for that i think it is it's just not it's just not so much my cup of tea because if i want to see something realistic i would watch something that's in live action that's just my personal taste. Uh, taste, though. You could always watch the Zankino Terror musical. That's based oh my real god! <laughs> I know you already told me about that, but no, <laughs> I still don't decide to believe that exists. Now, now that would push it over into the realm of fantasy for me, making it into a musical. <laughs> it is a musical. I know. <laughs> it's a musical say- stage play. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking death. Where Note they has blow one. up the stage at the end. Freaking Naruto has a stage play, a I musical. Know, Mario stage play. has a stage play. Mario has an ice play, actually. Japan, what is with you guys and your freaking <laughs> stage plays? Hey, it's still God. entertainment. Yeah, it's Hot so. Your thoughts odd. on Thank You Terror before we wrap it up? Uh, you lost the bet to watch this anime, I, right? I'm pretty, I, yeah. I lost the yeah. bet and I watched it. Yeah, and. Honestly, even if I hadn't watched, even if I hadn't lost a bet and I still watched it, I still really don't know how I would feel about it. I'm just like, I don't really care about it like at all. Um, Like I loved I did love Lucy and I did love, I believe, 12. Is it 12 or nine? You like 12. 12 is the funny one. And it's Lisa. Lisa, not Lucy. Lisa and 12. I really did like them and I liked the relationship that they built throughout the show. But aside from that, I'm just like, okay, what you're saying and what I you're remember you is, saying on the podcast um, that we did about it that uh, as a reviewer you gave it like a, a like an eight out of ten, but as a personal you gave it like a, a four out of ten. Do you still feel that same way? I honestly do because at like I said, as a reviewer, 
like it is a really really good crafted story it if you're willing it makes sense you can actually get into it and um i can see why it's it's beloved by people who do know it but for my personal tastes no not at all no take it away i like it less than death note no actually that's not true but no do you absolutely <laughs> despise death note i like death note less than this i will be fully fully honest there it it's just the fact that i cannot get into shows like this and i'm just like i i i realize i lost a bet and i realize this is your favorite show but that doesn't mean i'm inclined to like your favorite show <laughs> no of course of course so and that's really how I feel about Terran Resonance. I honestly do wish I liked it more, but I, I just can't. <laughs> I think it, Austin kind of has the... It's too in-depth for me to enjoy. Sorry, Austin. <laughs> what? That I, I started to interrupt. I didn't know that you weren't weren't finished. <laughs> no, no, I just finished. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I was going to say, like, I think that you have the same thing that I do. It's like if or like if it's if it's realistic, then it's not as appealing because like the whole point of media is to kind of be an escape from reality. Yeah. Like, which is how, I think, which is uh, how I still really strongly feel. Yeah. I think, I think Austin would have liked it more. Maybe if there was a baby dragon girl in there somewhere. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sad thing is you're not wrong. And I'm upset by that. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Hotshot. Let's go for your, your final one. Yeah, my final one. Last pick of the podcast. The, if that I means recall. the podcast final one. Yeah. Yeah. So this one that I talked about briefly, um, Kyo and I found this one out together and watched it and immediately fell in love. Jaden, you never will watch this. I know that going in. <laughs> <laughs> so I put my favorite anime as Keijo, also known as a uh, hip whip girl. Just to spite me, by the way, guys. In Japanese, it, just yeah. to spite me. This is why he's not <laughs> yeah, king. It's only to spite him. I. It's everything that Jane doesn't like in an anime, and that's why I like it. It has cute <laughs> girls. Jane doesn't like that in his shows. It has fan service. Jane doesn't like that in his shows. <laughs> it has comedy. His favorite one is about terrorism. Ooh, he doesn't like that's, comedy. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's a hot shot right there. That but is a it, hot shot. <laughs> He just made the joke, yo, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, I really do like Keijo because it is it is more free spirited. It is more open and really more lighthearted. It's about a group of uh, a group of will be superstars learning the art of uh, of Keijo sports play. But what Keijo is, is it is a game where you have to bump your opponents off the ring or off the land when you're surrounded by water using just your boobs and your butts. That is the game. <laughs> and it is extremely exaggerated. There are there are techniques they use, there are references they use. It's filled with comedy. Nosumi is the perf is the best and I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> and she she's always just the where as some protagonists like will lose the battle and just like I'm not so sure I can do this. Nosumi just gets knocked over and like these guys are like way like levels way above me. So how do I compete with them? <laughs> but I can still do this. <laughs> She's still willing to accept to learn from her flaws and everything. That's why I love her so much, because it's not just like I have no chance in beating him like I can. I just need more time and then I can kick your ass. <laughs> and the other characters we meet, uh, Kawhi 
who's uh, off the field. She's like the sweetest character that you'll ever meet. And she all, really all she wants is to, like find a boyfriend. But on the ring, she is a brutal murderer on the court. She will knock your ass out faster than you can see her. And uh, you just meet a whole bunch of like these other characters like Non, who's kind of a bubbly Southern speaking girl. Um, somewhat did see, but like not not much that'll influence her really all that much. Alba, the uh, quiet book study who is uh, later on down the line has her own arc and it's kind of beautiful. And as silly as this premise is, as and believe me, it's fucking absurd. It's cage. You're fighting people with boobs and butts. It, it's absurd even just by that level. The ending of it where they're in the finals for the Keijo graduation, essentially to graduate from school in order to move to the actual sport. The ending of it where Nozomi is fighting the final one from the top level school. The ending always makes me tear up and I don't know why. Nothing is at stake. Nothing is really being lost other than just like it's just their progress that they've made from coming this far. And it always makes me tear up and it's so silly, but I still love it. And that's why it's my number one spot. <laughs> I even showed to it from crying from actually like being emotionally connected to these characters. Exactly. But in all seriousness, like this anime, like is so silly to me <laughs> that you being able to have like that form of <laughs> emotional connection. And the fact that he beats out data life too, like, Putting all that into perspective, I'm just like took us a hundred episodes in four hours. <laughs> I even I, if, if, if I I'm even showed real, him. I even showed Austin Angel Beats. I don't know how far you've gotten into that, Giant, but it gets sad, right? And he, this motherfucker, didn't cry at it once. If I if I'm being real, I could probably inter inter select uh, Ruby and Keijo together, but at the same time, I might just like Keijo just a little bit more. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> I don't have an argument for it. Sometimes it, it you just, just be... need to. Sometimes you just need to turn off your brain. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh my, hot shot. This show is so you though, and, and genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, I'm happy you found it. It is because I could tell how much it means to you, and that's really that's. I just find it hilarious awesome. that like you know what I mean? how much of a connection you have with Taryn like, Resonance. I have with a show that's literally just about boobs. Yeah, and I mean, butts. I'm reading the the IMDb. Uh, Known as Keijo, in which contestants stand on floating platforms and must push each other off using their breasts and buttocks. Like, I mean, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking adore Keijo, and I will happily watch it over and over and over. Oh my god! I think I have watched it like three times total. Three? I've watched it without you. Oh. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I was just th- in I was the just time where cause... you weren't always home. <laughs> Let's uh, review one more time what the top tens were. I will start with mine. My honorable mention was GX, and then ten was Samurai Champloo, nine Cowboy Bebop, eight My Hero Academia, seven Naruto, six One Punch Man, five Attack on Titan, four Yu Yu Hakusho, three Death Note, two Dragon Ball, and one Terror in Resonance. Yeah, you want to go next? Uh, honorable mention for me was Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood. Uh, number 10 was Dead Man Wonderland. 9, D. Grayman. 8, Dragon Maid. 7, Naruto. 6, Panty and Stocking. 5, Kill a Kill. 4, Soul Eater. 3, Cowboy Bebop. 
two, Gun X Sword, and number one, Trigon. And my uh, and mine was honorable mention Rosario Vampire and Desert Punk. I'm throwing it in there just because I want to. Number ten, One Piece. Nine, Lucky Star. Eight, Assassination Classroom. Seven, My Hero Academia. Six, Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. Five, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Four, Fairy Tale. Three, Day to Life. Two, Ruby. And one, KJ. Amazing stuff, guys. Guys, I just want to take a moment and, like, first of all, thank you, Keo, and thank you, Hotshot. I cannot believe we made it to 100. We've officially... 100, dude. What the... How? When? How did that happen? That's crazy. I'm just saying, man, like... I love you guys so much, and this this podcast has is a, has a very special place in my heart and my life, and I'm I I wouldn't do it with anybody else, honestly. Like, just a big thank you to you, Hotshot, for being who you are and being hilarious and being uh, patient, very patient. Uh, and being a great host. I know I get mad at you for bits and, and stuff like that, but honestly, bro, like. Ride or die, bro, for this podcast, honestly. Uh, I kind of feel the same, ride or die, but it's every episode you get close to the die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. It really it really does mean a lot, and I am happy that even though I stepped in like episode 20 or so for an actual co-host that I've actually stayed with you that long. It actually does mean a lot. <laughs> it means the world to me. And, and Keo, all of your artwork, I, I, I just, words cannot describe how lucky... The, this podcast this podcast is to have you be a part of it um i'm just very thankful very grateful and uh it's not the same without you as well i i mean your input on like your criticisms and, and letting us know what you think it's like you're like a ghost host in a sense that you come sometimes and then you you're in the <laughs> shadows and you kind of let us know what's going on and then you just throw like artwork at us and we're like dude that's fantastic like, get some GoPro Keo artwork right now like go check out his website go follow him on twitter he make dude you tattooed someone who listened to us like that's fantastic you made an artwork for the tattoo sorry that's so cool i did i didn't tattoo somebody but i did draw the design for a tattoo i don't know if the guy's listening but uh thank you so much for commissioning me it was really it was really a fun experience to work with you i hope you're listening right now yes. and i hope you enjoyed our podcast okay today. so on that note uh you can follow the podcast at anime podcasters wherever you'd like you make sure to catch the new episode of Get Back Your Hot Shot that's going to be out by the time you're listening to this episode of the podcast. And you just follow me at Giant Music Everywhere. Leave us a review on rate the ratethispodcast.com slash anime podcasters. And just a big thank you. Here's to another episode this month. It's just, I don't know how long we're, we're going to write down this thing until the wheels fall off. So that's going to be everything for me. Uh, Hot Shot, go ahead. Where can people find you? You guys can find me right here on Giant Music. Uh, just check out the anime podcast playlist. That's where I am. I'm nowhere else. You guys can also find me on my channel for Cast that I do with GoPro Kyo, where we talk about more of the, as Jaden puts it, hotshot shows of anime. And you guys can also find me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger. And you guys can find me on Twitter at GoPro Kyo. You guys can also find my voice acting page, uh, Church VA. Um, just new, uh, new Twitter account and new, uh, YouTube account that I'm doing where I'm going to separate my, uh, my artwork and my voiceover, um, want, uh, just, just so I can have the separation and I can just like post things and feel a little more organized. And you guys can also check out my website, uh, should be wixsite.goprokyoarts. 
and you guys can find uh, my commission prices, uh, some of the work that I've done. Uh, most of it is uh, work that I've done with anime podcasters. Uh, others are uh, logo designs that I've done for people. If you guys want to hire me, I have some fairly reasonable prices. You guys can definitely go check out my hiring page, and I would be very happy to discuss it with you. Otherwise, you guys can find me here on Anime Podcasters on occasion. All right, perfect. So for myself and GoPro Kill and Hotshot and every single other person who has listened to this podcast, contributed to this podcast over the last 100 episodes, this has been another episode of... Anime Podcasters. Podcasters. Bye. Bye, guys. (laughs)